0: What it is, what it do, gamers. My name is Kevin, a.k.a. ShowNuff71, and you have episode four of Gaming Vessels popped and locked in your auditory canals. Today is June 4th, 2017, and along with me in the digital studio, we have Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming. What's up? Hey. Hello. Hello. Also, along for the ride, we have the Bay Area Terra Nemo Cub, Dez. What's going on, dude?
1: Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode.
0: And along for the ride, we have a special guest. He is a listener. Uh, came in from our gamer husband, Expe- uh, Adventures, <laughs> and also from our game nights, Alberto. What's going on, my friend?
2: Uh, good to be here. I'm doing good.
0: Well, thank you for joining us, and uh, you know, there's. I just, I have this this song welling up inside me. I just want to say it's the most wonderful time <laughs> of the year, and as often referring to a, a a specific date coming in in December. But if you're a gamer and you follow the gaming industry. Even a little bit, you know that coming up exactly seven days from today, E3, and we get a chance to see what the gaming industry has in store for in store for us from big publishers, small indie companies, and we also get to see what the three primary console manufacturers have in store for us on their stage presentations, namely microsoft sony and nintendo and this week we are going to be doing our e3 gaming hopes aspirations and uh possible disappointments it all depends on your point of view we're going to be talking about what we may what we think may happen and what we'd love to see coming from the news in about seven days and um i don't know um Let's go ahead and kick it off talking about Sony's press conference. I'm going to jump right into it. Sony's press conference. Sony's coming in, obviously the market leader. They're pretty much dominating the console market. They have been since uh, the this new gener this current generation launched. Uh, I would say very few missteps. This year, particularly, has been very strong for Sony software-wise. In my opinion, I think this has probably been one of Sony's strong, the PlayStation brand's strongest years. Uh, as far as what I've, the time that I'm spending when that that time <laughs> comes up, so many titles beginning from the from uh, January of this year. Uh, games that I haven't even touched because that I purchased and haven't touched because, unfortunately, Persona 5 devours all of my game time. But uh, I want to kick it to you, Joe. Uh, What do you you expect to see out of Sony's E3 conference this year?
3: Well, you're going to see your usuals, of course. I'm hoping to get a date for uh, Spider-Man. I'm already thinking and seeing... um, stuff from footage from the la convention center around that they're putting a god of war banner up so surprise surprise they might have more information about the god of war reboot uh, on that. i'm hoping for at least a release date for that on that i'm hoping for more information on days gone as well because that game has not been seen uh, that's the um a zombie-esque shooter from uh, sony bend on that that was unveiled at last e3 and then also, I um, know a lot of people are hoping for a little bit more footage of The Last of Us Part Two. I know that's been very expected, but I'm really thinking that game is not even going to be 2018. If it's going to be anything, it'll probably be late 2018 or beginning of 2019 on there. I think when it got announced at PlayStation Experience this last year, um, it was kind of... Um, just in the beginning process of uh, getting conceptualized. And uh, I know they announced a little bit of ahead of time on there, as far as uh, what I don't think we'll be seeing. Well, um, I know Yu Suzuki already stated that, uh, uh, that they're not going to be having any sort of Shenmue three footage at the show. Um, So that's going to be kind of a bummer on that. Also, um, as well, I know that there was recent news too about both uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake and also Kingdom Hearts III. Uh, that um, at, a couple of years ago, when they announced those titles, uh, they were talking about uh, going outside, they're using outside developers, and now they are on a hiring uh, kick at Square Enix to do everything internal. On there. Uh, at one point, I believe they had the developers uh, Cyber Connect 2 um, helping the development of the Final Fantasy Remake, the Final Fantasy seven Remake. And now I know that uh, they made a statement that said that the game should be out in the next two to three years, which to me is totally <laughs> ridiculous. So. Yeah, 2020 or
1: something? Yeah, or... yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. After how long they took with, uh, with the game that became Final Fantasy fifteen that it took you know that long uh square enix is uh living up to their reputation of of not being able to um you know put the game development into fruition and it just seems like they take too long to do what they need to do on that you know i i think kingdom hearts 3 should have been out this year uh it's already been announced way long you know a couple of years ago at least and uh you know, even though that's not on Sony's uh, doorstep necessarily I know that uh, both the uh, I know the place the Final Fantasy 7 is probably going to be in the Sony exclusive on there but I know Kingdom Hearts 3 is supposed to come out for both the you know Xbox and PlayStation platforms but uh, I'm kind of disappointing to see uh, that uh, they haven't uh, you know got that development uh, up to speed per se another game we keep forgetting about too and then hopefully we get more um information on is uh the latest one from uh, quantum dream the uh, detroit becoming human I know that was another game that has been uh, in the in the oven for a bit. So hopefully we get more information on that. So, so talking about all these games, um, anything you guys are looking forward to as far as any of the titles I've talked about? Uh, Spider-Man specifically for me because it's such a unknown and and it coming from Insomniac is one that I'm kind of looking for more information onto. So. I'm
1: looking more. I'm looking for that. Forward to that as well. <laughs> one thing I am not a fan of is his suit. I do not like the white details on the suit i don't know why they did that maybe to stand it out as it is their game but that's the only really real thing that is disappointing the rest of it i'm i think the gameplay will most likely be good given what we've seen already i think it's going to be a very very good game and i'm not like i just like insomniac has a has a good track record so i'm really excited um to hear something something about it you know wasn't it supposed to come out last year and then they pushed it and they said there'd be no 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 no. so it's supposed to come out um they're supposed to give information about it last year but then they said there'd be nothing uh until this year and then so it's like it's been like a media blackout about that game so like i want to know more like I, i can't wait it's like it's like that and like um and seeing like another another uh, Star Wars game. It's like, you know, I know we're getting a lot of information about Battlefield, but it's like, I want to see the other, <laughs> the other games. There's supposed to be like three games in development. I'm like, come on, you know, give us something about these other games. And I'm really worried that they're not going to do that because um, they're really pushing Battlefield. So. um,
3: Well, we'll probably cover that later talking about yeah. EA, but yeah, you'll probably see EA, more, but... more about that. So, So, um, Al, any opinions as far as what you were expecting to see on the PlayStation side as far as uh, announcements or anything uh, deviating from what we've talked about so far?
2: Um, My biggest expectation for E3 on Sony would be some sort of update with uh, the PlayStation now. Because uh, it just seems like it's been dead on arrival for a while, but they keep pushing it. So I would like to see something new and different with that. Yeah, part of the you know prescription uh, subscription. Or I'm
3: th- I'm thinking there might be something baked in because to me it was kind of out of ordinary for them to pull back platforms that PlayStation now was available. They put pulled back like support for like Android televisions and other platforms they scaled it down to where it's just nothing but pc and playstation 4 uh, that has the support i believe even playstation 3 is losing support and the is losing support for it so i'm thinking because of that reason i'm thinking they're probably scaling it back uh, possibly to offer as part of a playstation plus package i know you know microsoft's been really strong with their backwards compatibility portion of the xbox one and so um, if they come up with some way for me to be able to validate a PlayStation 3 disc and my PlayStation 4 and to be able to play it uh, whole hog, I mean, to me, I would just uh, be a dream. It's more of our, our wants versus what ha- will happen, but right. I, I hope it's a realistic uh, expectation, but we'll have to see. So
1: Yeah, I've always wanted yeah. to get a Vita, but for whatever reason, something is stopping me, and I think it's generally just because I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the... I'm worried about the games. I'm worried about uh, the support that Sony's going to give it. So that's kind of why I've sort of always shied away from it. And that's and it's 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 a shame because I'm like I I have a, a PS Plus membership. I've had one for like three three or three and a half years. I think uh, three years, and I'm just like maybe longer. And I but I've missed out on those those Vita games that I could be playing on it. But like I really just have no desire. To buy Vita, you know, and I so I'm there. I wish they was, would have supported it more or did something with it. I don't know. I don't know. Well we'll see. I know they have
2: competition now with Microsoft and the Game Pass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I mean that's that's a whole nother thing we could talk about, you know, yeah. playing playing games, you know, streaming games and stuff like that. And but yeah,
0: I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Um I think for me, what's expect when what I'm expecting to see, uh, I'll go ahead and say that I'm expecting to see a little bit more on PlayStation VR. I think the um, oh gosh, what was the name of that game? I think Crossfire, Crosspoint, uh, Crossmeasure, some one. Is, I'm I can't remember anyway. It's that uh, PlayStation VR game where you uh, Farpoint. Farpoint, yeah. I don't know where I got crossed from. Farpoint. Uh, I think Farpoint has been pretty much critically acclaimed as far as uh, PSVR games go in comparison to everything else. And I I would even go as far as to say uh, titles across all VR platforms because they all seem to be iterations of tech demos or uh, proofs of concept to some degree or another. And I'm thinking that maybe we might be seeing some hints of future content a lot more along the lines of Farpoint, meaning not necessarily, you know, first person shooting games, but actual titles that could be considered all You know more robust games in and of themselves for the VR platform I'm thinking that's what the biggest criticism that I have heard because you know PSVR or uh, Oculus or any of the other headsets something that I am physically unable to use because of uh, my, my vision issues and so it's not a product that I myself would be whatever be purchasing but it seems that um, I would expect maybe some some hints at, at future content, more complete titles of games. I would even maybe expect to hear a little bit about peripherals. If Sony is uh, seriously going to be backing PSVR, I think we'll probably be seeing some additional peripheral information, maybe a better uh, controller. Uh, something aside from the Move, I, I, I keep I keep hearing different things about Move the Move usage with PSVR. Some people really dig it, other people uh, don't. But everyone seems to agree that the um, the Vive controllers are far have far better response in the VR space than the, than the Move controllers. So maybe there there might be an improvement there. I'm also expecting to see a lot of the marketings, the third party marketing that Sony has corralled. you know, pretty much dang near every AAA game. Uh, I think we'll be seeing something, uh, some we'll be seeing some PlayStation exclusive content, um, probably just about every third party game uh, that they have uh, deals with if not stage presentations it will that de- will definitely have the infamous sony sizzle reel <laughs> where we uh, get a few minutes of uh different games in rapid succession and uh, a mention uh, in some form either spoken or in text of the content that uh, playstation gamers will be getting with those and uh, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm prob- I'm expecting to see um, something about Bloodborne too. Uh, I th- I th- it's something that uh, has been hinted at, been hinted at for a while. Uh, so I'm expecting to hear about that game. Uh, Bloodborne is a title that I played. I liked it. I never went back. I didn't go back to it because I got distracted by other bright and shinies and. Uh, I've been watching my good friend Damon play it, uh, and it's you know he's sunk I don't know how many hours into Bloodborne, uh, both both the uh, vanilla game and the DLC, and he's been absolutely enjoying it. Uh, so I have a feeling that we'll probably see a trailer for Bloodborne 2, as well as prob I'm going to say a trailer for. Uh, death standing stranding rather um, i think we'll see another trailer for that probably won't get a really get a release date my guess is that we'll be lucky if we see death stranding hit shelves uh, in 2019 2020 given uh, kojima likes to take his time with his games and i have no problem with that uh, but we'll probably i'm going to i'm going to say that this trailer would probably point a little bit more towards the gameplay direction that he that he's looking to take the game. I don't think we'll see. I'd be surprised if we actually see gameplay from Death Stranding. Um, from Death Stranding, yeah, we're not yeah. going I, to. It's I, I all... would be surprised if we. <laughs> I don't see. think we are.
1: Like that's not my dream. Like nope.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I'm going to throw this out to you guys. What if we if we're waving the magic wand? What do we want to see on Sony stage? Uh, whether it's in the realm of possibility or not. So I'm gonna kick that to you, Joe. What do you want to see, dude?
3: Um, out of anything or sequels, you know, pipe dream, wishes, you know, probably I would throw two out there. And um, well, there's, actually I'm gonna make it three cause you know, hell, this is E3, man. So um, there's been kind of some rumors on Uh, various message boards like, uh, God forbid, 4chan, but it was mentioned at least on a couple of gaming blogs that I saw that it is rumored that uh, Sony has made a deal with Capcom to uh, do a numbered Monster Hunter sequel on the PlayStation 4 and that they were looking to modernize the game a bit from its last incarnation on the 3DS And be able to put uh, more of an open world in the game and uh, open up the online portion as well. So, you know, that's the big pipe dream right there is uh, uh, having the Monster Hunter 5 announced on uh, E3 uh, stage for PlayStation. Also, a couple other sequels. You know, just if I'm going to like, you know, be dreaming about sequels, uh, maybe Sony combining with. uh, Capcom to come with an Akami 2 announcement. I know that would be kind of out of the blue. But that game was so heralded for the PlayStation 2 and I don't even know if the, the original creators are with um, you know, with Platinum now, but uh, I would love to see a return to that series because that is a definitely deep well that they could draw upon, I'm thinking. And it's been so far along lo- since the last game came out that I think that would be uh, so, so uh, um, acknowledged and rejoiced by the gaming community. And then last but not least, as far as we're talking about Pipe Dreams, um, I'm hoping maybe for a Resistance reboot, maybe with Insomniac's um, blessing, of course. I always enjoyed that uh, shooter series quite a bit, played the hell of Resistance 2 and 3, Resistance 3. A uh, single player is probably one of my favorite shooter campaigns, the first-person shooter campaigns out of any game I've played on it. So I uh, enjoyed that game quite a bit, and I would love a return to that universe on that. So see what the Chimera is doing, maybe even put it in more modern times, possibly. But uh, so, uh, what about you, Desmond? What would you think?
1: Uh, oh, a new Wipeout game, you know, with the with the uh, new Wipeout game coming out uh tuesday um that is the game that i would like uh, a, a return to wipeout utilizing uh new 4k you know graphics really pushing uh that that feel uh possibly a vr edition um something like that would be really cool um uh, I think a VR Wipeout game in which you're actually in the cockpit, cockpit driving, you know, flying, flying around would be really cool. And then maybe a non VR version. Um, again, I, I think, I think, I, would, I hope that if people went out and bought the completed upresed edition, enough people did, that would show that the 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 IP has legs, and uh, that will warrant them making a new one i mean i don't generally like uh racing games uh but that game just it just added everything it had everything i wanted it had combat it had future stuff it had really cool planes i sorry, really cool you know racing you know hover hover cars i just, just I, I just thought that it was just a genius game the music everything about it was just amazing i remember playing that on the vita of all things for the first time and it was just so like it was just because the, the the Vita screen I don't know what it was or the colors, but it just it was just so hyper it was like hyper real like the colors and everything I was just like like it was just my eyes were just like glossed over it. so uh, I'm really excited and that uh, of course that'll be a game that I'm getting on Tuesday, so um huge fan me so, too, yeah, so i I look at that game and I was just, just like hopefully 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 you know uh this will this will um. Uh, spurn uh, move them into making a new one you know um, so announcement would be like you know hey you know we got a new wipe uh, new wipeout game coming out blah 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 and I'd be like oh my god you know then I I would be so happy um anything else I could think about from Sony that'd be that I really really would like to see um not really maybe a vanquish 2 that'd be kind of cool um because it is that that's another game that just got a, a re-release on uh PC and everything is all uprez. I know Kev, you liked it. Um, oh, it's so dope! Seeing, so dope. So like, a, so seeing something like that because I think that was one of last gen's hidden gems. Um, I own it. I still own it. Um, I think I really th- think it is a great game. Um, so something like that. Like as far as new IPs, I don't know. Like I, I don't know. I would hope that that. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the. Uh, what is it? The the, the the thing that everyone hopes for, who plays, you know, modern RPGs, is like Skyrim six, but that's not happening. So, <laughs> so you can or uh, Elder Scrolls six, so that's not happening. So, uh, one can dream, I guess. I don't know. So, what about you, Al? What do you uh, what what are you hoping for? You know, for, for Sony to bring. Well, like Joe, I hope they do bring a
2: Monster Hunter game to the, back to the PlayStation Black. Back to Sony. No, I've been playing those games for a while now on the 3DS, and my son has the Wii, so we played that there for a little bit. But I don't know. To me, it would always seem more at home with uh, dual sticks back on PlayStation.
1: Yeah, that. Would and be hopefully, really
2: cool. they could uh, port it down to the Vita as well. Kind of like uh, token it into.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I've been. Uh, that would be pretty cool. Um, I'm
3: going
0: to oh, go ahead. Oh, i was just going
3: to say sorry. That they could rock it, kind of like they're doing Dragon Quest Eleven in Japan, where they have a PS4 version and and then a Nintendo, cons you know handheld version as well. I think if they if they could rock the best of both worlds and be able to do both and uh, go cross platform, even hmm. that uh, Capcom could. You know, grab grab all the loots. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm.
0: so, that would be nice uh, for me. If I'm waving the magic wand, I'm going to say I would like to see like, like you, Joe. I would like to see another Resistance. Uh, my first ex my primary experience, meaning game the game that I actually started and finished, was Resistance Three, and I really like that game. Uh, I started the first one, and I thought it was I thought it was okay. I don't believe I ever played the second, but three I really enjoyed. Uh, I was really into the story, really into the gameplay mechanics. Uh, the enemies were were pretty intense. Uh, I would like to definitely like to see Resistance come back. I'm also going to say I want to see another Warhawk, uh, not the multiplayer warhawk i want a sequel to the playstation one warhawk i also want a remaster of the original warhawk game uh, to go to celebrate its return um that game i logged many an hour uh with uh, w- with warhawk so hope i would love to see that that title return and I do love my arcade racers, and I can I can dare to dream that I would see a return of Ridge Racer, not a not something that's farmed out to some other some software company somewhere that's going to not going to do it justice. I want to see a Namco Bandai-developed Ridge Racer make its return. That would be that'd be freaking awesome. I'm going to take those hairpin turns at 120 miles per hour once again. And, you know, it's it's an app that I really liked on the PlayStation 3, was sorely underutilized. The Neo Geo app, I would like to see a PS4 version of that return again. I know um, Hamster is doing just about all of the old, the old school arcade revisions and returns so that that's kind of what's in place right now but if you ever if you have a ps3 and you if you've ever had um use that neo geo app it was really cool it was it was just a way to present neo geo games that was kind of a uh an homage to the Neo Geo home and arcade units. Uh, there was a little bit of history thrown in there when you uh, started up a game. Uh, the boot up screen had a picture of the MVS and you, it had all of the uh, uh, options from the, M- from the MVS, uh, from the home version, I think from the arcade version, if I'm not mistaken, depending on what game you're using. I think that was just a, a sorely underutilized app. You know, they, they could be building upon that Neo Geo library using that. I think that that's something that was just not very well utilized. So if I if I have my if I have my magic wand, that's what I that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm gonna throw this out real quick. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys uh had seen this. On uh, your social media feeds, but I guess maybe like a couple months ago, someone had posted a supposedly leaked uh, 2017 E3 Sony presentation. And just, and I don't think this got, this was at least from what I've seen, it was never confirmed. Uh, no one ever co signed, no one of any note ever co signed it. It just kind of showed up. And as quickly as it showed up, it went. But I'm just going to t- uh, mention a couple of things that kind of stri- that kind of strike me on this um, E3 presentation list. They've got a game by Sucker Punch, uh, a new IP called- that's being uh, called Project Oscar. Uh, they're saying that that would get a two-minute trailer, stage trailer we're also go they also mention a return of crash team racing which i would freaking love <laughs> um kart racers i mean mario kart was the king but if you ever played crash team racing that game was every bit as good as any mario kart that i had ever played up to that point i loved i loved that arcade racer they also mention um, uh, oh, I just lost my place here. They also mention um, Final Fantasy VII remake uh, gameplay of chapter one, a two-minute stay, a uh, two-minute gameplay trailer. Uh, I'm I wouldn't be holding my breath for that. They mention a Resistance Four gameplay uh, gameplay trailer, uh, roughly three minutes. Bloodborne 2 and the show closes with uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 live gameplay, approximately eight minutes. Um, And like I said before, I never saw anyone of note in any industry insiders that I follow uh, co-sign or mention anything like this similar. So I highly doubt that this is um, accurate but it would be pretty cool if we saw some of that particularly Crash Team Racing. You you had me a Crash Team. <laughs> so uh, that was definitely one of my favorites from back in the day.
3: Well, you know it might be a Mario Kart, you know, competitor possibly too. I mean, I know a lot of companies don't really try to like match Nintendo at their own game per se, but um, you know, if if you want a, a Viability of a mascot racer, well, Mario Kart uh, definitely is very viable on that uh, Nintendo platform. So,
0: and yeah, uh, and Crash Team, Crash Team Racing was just was fantastic. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that game, as I've mentioned multiple times in a couple <laughs> couple minutes. I've been blabbing, but um, up next is Microsoft, uh, the, 300, the three hundred, the three thousand pound. 20-ton elephant in the room, obviously. Project Scorpio. Tons of expectations, man. Yes. Tons, yeah. tons.
1: I, I can't wait for that scale-bound I would scale want to be
0: Microsoft in 2017 <laughs> coming into E3 right now. They're... It's going to be rough.
1: <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying. I'm telling you, they're going to blow everyone away. They're going to they're going to say, psych, scale-bound's coming out, y'all. And everyone's going to be like, what? Really? Really? It's like you thought we you got we were fooling you, we're fooling you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one Sight. can dream, <laughs> one can dream, yeah. Or the, what is it? Or it's either that or um, fucking crackdown three. I mean, come on, <laughs> it says that hasn't that game been in, been in development for
3: forever anyway? It has, and it's supposed to be out this year, so <laughs> oh, okay, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see because they've been kind of laying low, but uh, their Twitter. Feed has been basically saying it will be out this year. So you know whether there's another delay in the mix, we'll hope not. But we'll hope for the best and expect the worst. So
0: (laughs) yeah, that's all you can do. Speaking of expectations, we're gonna. I'm gonna toss this to Al first. Uh, What do you expect to see from Microsoft, Al? Uh,
2: I would like to see just new IP that Mm. exclusive to them to Microsoft. Agreed. Uh, it was uh, a little disappointing hearing about Scalebound. Maybe they'll bring it back and rebrand it as a new a new title.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm you know, I'm going to throw this. I'm gonna ask this question and anyone anyone jump in and answer. Do you guys think that offering first party games on PC is, although as you know consumer friendly? yes, no question. But do you think it devalues the console itself by offering the same games, first-party games, on PC? Um, I'm just throwing that out. There. I just
1: um, I don't think so. I mean, I I think there are two different there are two different markets um for the same product uh so i don't think it is because i think peace not not everyone is really into you know pc and gaming and not everyone is into console gaming so i personally think that um it doesn't hurt the market it might i i'm not a you know economist so i don't really know really but i do i do think though that microsoft is shooting themselves in the foot by kind of straddling that line as much as they do um you know they they're trying to have their cake and eat it too and it's like you know i i, I don't know like they're, they're trying to give that exclusivity but like it does i know it we know it works for PlayStation you know to an extent with ha- with them have with the like destiny perfect example it's like you know PlayStation people get stuff you know all the time you know before Microsoft you know and so so now it's or Xbox player so now it's just like getting it getting it on the pc first is like I, I, I don't know like i personally don't think it's going to change oh. much minds
3: personally <laughs> My thing, too, is that a lot of these um, Sony console exclusives have also been released on the PC, a lot of the Japanese-developed games as of late on that. You know, you're, We're talking about your Nier Autonomous, you're talking about, you know, like Resident Evil 7, you're talking about, well, Resident Evil 7's actually not on, it's actually on Xbox, so I apologize, that's not a good example, but... Uh, any number of games king of fighters 14 a lot of the japanese developed stuff is coming out for both pc and for playstation only and so granted this we're talking about third parties but you know i don't think especially because it's not like microsoft's coming with like 10 different first party games that are also coming out on windows as well that they have a count on one hand how many games that they're releasing first party also for both platforms and so you know i don't think it cheapens it i think it's two separate markets like desmond was saying on there i think it's a actually a good calling card just in case if you wanted to play on both to be able to buy the game digitally and do the play anywhere thing too so
1: I was watching something, which was very interesting about, um, we can talk about this later, uh, in a, in a different episode, most likely, but talking about actual physical copies versus digital copies and, and, and the price and, and why there is no price difference on certain things, because I think that's another issue that, um, that people really don't think about sometimes or, or they might think about it, but it doesn't really affect their shopping sometimes. Uh, by and large, or at least if it does, it's not really reflected in the media. So I think having a conversation about, you know, digital only um, copies of, of games versus physical copies would be a really good conversation to have because I think that would fuel a little bit more of this exclusivity Um By offering, if you could offer someone, you know, hey, you can get this game, you know, a month earlier digitally, you know, uh, and then or and then get it later, you know, and it's it's sort of the same, which is really weird because it's kind of backwards for Mm -hmm. Destiny Two because the console's coming out first and the PC's coming out later. But I think that's just a limit, a limitation of of uh, of uh, Bungie's because they have to design everything for the ground up, it seems like to work on PC, so that I think that might be a separate issue, just for tech for a, a on a tech level. But, but I do think having a conversation about about that in the future, about that about um, uh, physical versus digital would be a really good conversation to have, you know, and preferences and and, and whatnot. Um, because I think I really believe with Microsoft doing their um, uh, their play on demand you know that that they're kind of streaming service it is a step into that direction you know if if you if, if I'm going to be I'm going to be completely you know honest i i think that it might be where part of the market is going to be going so and and i think that if they did that it would be a huge paradigm shift in in, in how we play games how we buy games and how we access games so mm-hmm.
0: so project scorpio how much is it
1: uh I think it's going to be like four 499 to 599
3: Joe um 499 I think they can't go above 500 that's if they go above 500 they might as well just uh, <laughs> um, basically ride off the Xbox platform so mm, okay. you you in
0: agreement with that price point now?
2: Yeah, 499 or lower anything above that
0: it, it's already kind of high enough mm. Mm-hmm. I if they could come in and maybe that maybe that's what we can in, put in under the want section but I'll just say it now if they could make it price it as a direct competitor of the PlayStation 4 Pro that would be that would be huge
2: mm-hmm.
0: if they could price it in that put it in that same in that same little dollar for dollar if they can hit match the pro
1: they're not going to though
0: i I would 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 agree they they have
1: too much pride in there they have too much pride and 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 want within this product to to um to lower it to that price because at at, at 399 that uh, and 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 be comparable to, to to the pro that sends a message that that you can just buy a pro you know you're supposed to be in Microsoft's mind to their to their to their, um, their the purchaser the consumer it's like look we should be able to to, to sell it at 499 or 5 nine or however much they decide because we are giving you more than what your competitors what our competitors have you know this is and 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 when you buy a scorpio i think part of it is going to be that i am a serious gamer like i i want to have the best graphics i want to have a certain thing like so so in their mindset i think some people are willing to spend that money because they know they're going to be getting this much and i think um it does microsoft a disservice by by really not you know, um, really not saying more about the specs. They really should be pushing, you know, the power of this machine and how it's like a one stop everything. Like they really need to be pushing it hardcore. So so when they announce the price, like I would be sad if we don't see tons and tons of advertisements for this new machine and, and they're really pushing it. Because I think that's one of the reasons why PlayStation is so um it's a widely accessible. is because of their marketing campaigns, like the whole you know play together. Like I was seeing that commercial everywhere, and it was people you know who were who were actually in the like in the game world playing together. Like I I don't think in this I don't think I've ever seen you know I I have but I haven't really seen that many Microsoft commercials or Xbox One commercials. I just haven't you know not to the scale of of Sony. Um, so they can't like they they they're just not they're not able to price in my opinion they're not able to price it at three ninety nine because because they just have so much going they so they have so much going on for it it's like because it just, it just sends a message that that if I could get basically which which a lot of people believe you know is is just a step a half step up with the with the PlayStation Pro. I mean, this, their scope bureau is supposed to be a full step. It's like supposed to be like, this is supposed to be it. And if you're going to price it at 399 why would I? why would I want that? There's no, there's no, there's no value in that. You, know, you're, you understand what I'm saying? It's just, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't ring like I'm paying for something that is, that is amazing. And I think people want that. Consumers want that. You know, and I think that also plays into people's people being angry with Microsoft because if we're gonna spend that much money on this on this machine, I need to have games to play it. You know, I need to have games for, to play it. And I just don't think Xbox has that. Now, Nintendo, on the other hand, did, and we saw it. you know it it sold you know millions of units. It's still not still not in the same league as like PS3 or or, or uh, Xbox but it still sold a ton of a, a ton of units but that was that was mainly because Nintendo has a has a track record and people know it and they love it like they, that, but I don't think Xbox can carry that like Nintendo did it'd be amazing if they did but I don't think they can personally so what do you guys well,
3: think one thing they could do and I don't know if they would is the offer Windows 10 capacity or um, to be able to run Windows 10 off the Xbox platform on that to me. And and, and that would be just like if they managed to do that, uh, that's a farcical thing. But it still could be within their wheelhouse to open that up. But uh, But I think they could, though.
1: (laughs) But I don't think they could, though, because that'd be direct competition to like an actual PC, uh, a, a gaming PC you know it's like well
3: that's what that's what what the Scorpio would then become a gaming PC basically exactly
1: and and i and i think that yeah. and I, but i think that microsoft is 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 clearly very very clearly trying to say no we have a we have a video game home console division and we have a you know computer PC division and they're very like they don't want to cross that line personally yeah. i think they should number 1 i think they should just I hate to say it, and I'm probably gonna get some hate mail about it, but I think personally they should just wrap up, you know, the 360 and be like, you know what, this was great and all, but we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up, and we're gonna release this new thing that is a, that 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 is a subset of a of an actual PC that that runs, you know, uh, games and really fight stream and really fight Alienware and really fight those. Types of machines and get out of the actual home console market and let Nintendo and PlayStation fight it out, because I I, I honestly believe Microsoft is not playing to their strengths. I know that might sounds sound crazy, but I really believe that Microsoft is not playing to their strengths, and, and I think it's, I think it's, I don't think they can sustain it for much longer. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. What do you guys think? of my controversial, you know, <laughs> thoughts and ideas about Microsoft's future.
2: I mean that would be like a good strategy if the games for Xbox One and the game for Windows 10 becomes a success. Like they start seeing more sales because people are buying the game and actually using the digital copy. And then I would see Microsoft going towards the PC gaming market more aggressively
1: yeah I, I could see that too yeah you know if, if they go to a if they go to a much more digital platform you know and and release their games digitally from their own marketplace or or a secondary marketplace like steam as well i mean i can see it i don't think they would you know and, and use that as a as a mass channel you know their own their own marketplace as well as a steam or another online marketplace um because there will come a time, and I I don't know if it's going to be you know, within Joe's lifetime, but I think there will be a come a time <laughs> when when digital sales are going to out outperform uh, physical copies. I just it, it's it's going to happen, you know. It's it's definitely going to happen, and then we're going to have to have all kinds of memory cards, and we'll have our machines will just have all of our games in it, or or stored on a cloud or something. So
3: in the cloud, in the cloud, in our mind,
1: in our mind. God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for games, but for games though, honestly, for games, um, I really hope that they they show a new IP like like Alberto was saying, you know, and and finally give us a release date for for Crackdown. Um, And just, I I don't know, another racing game, maybe. Like, that's the thing. Like, I just don't know what what Microsoft is doing. Like, I don't know. Like, there's no reason to be excited for Microsoft. I hate to say it. There really is. For me, there's just no reason to be excited. Please, tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. But is there something to be excited about for their their, uh, stuff? Like, tell me, please.
3: We'll see what the next version of Forza, which is what, Forza 7, right? A a racing Um, game, come on. (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) Uh, More information on State of Decay 2. Hopefully you'll have a release date on that this year. Uh, Finally, some more Sea of Thieves footage. I know that that game's in beta right now. That's that rare pirate game that was unveiled a couple of years ago. Um, Crackdown 3, of course, and... Anything else kinda up in the air. We'll have to really see. And that's what makes Microsoft such a wild card, because we don't know what they're gonna be unveiling. And that's so that's the kind of rub where we got it, whether, you know, they're gonna just come in just with a pew, 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 pew. You know, I don't don't know if they're gonna be able to. I mean, we're talking about the same company back in 2013's e3 that came in with the tv 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 you know so it's like yeah. they made such a uh recovery from that disastrous e3 it was almost as bad as the um the 2006 sony uh playstation 3 um <laughs> phenomenon you know the uh, ridge racer and all those yeah. wonderful <laughs> things so um We'll have to see what they come up with. Hopefully, they have some, you know, third-party exclusives, maybe locked up kind of in the same way that Sony's kind of working with From Software with Bloodborne too, where you're going to get like an actual new IP from a creator or a group of development group or two that actually will bring exclusive Thunder on the Xbox platform. I mean, they're going to have to really kick off Project Scorpio with a bang on there. And uh, we'll have to see. What do you guys think the name of the new console is going to be? Because obviously Scorpio is not the way to go. But uh, are they going to go with just like uh, you know, for all the code names for Morpheus for the PlayStation 4 Pro? PlayStation 4 Pro kind of sounds eh, it's okay, but you know it is what it is. I mean, do you think they're just going to come up with Xbox One Plus, or <laughs> what do you think what what would be the uh, ultimate cool name for this thing so for the scorpio? xbox prime yeah for the scorpio yeah <laughs> so
1: the scorpio is not the, it's just a it's just a project name it's just a project yeah, see, the that's, no that <laughs> no i am so sorry like oh my god that just makes me so sad to hear that that is just see, I, I swear to you this is why microsoft's marketing is terrible I totally thought that was the name of the system.
3: No, the it's Scorpio. Not. That's just the name and, of the project.
0: So.
1: And I, I always seriously, and I know your listeners <sighs> are probably rolling your eyes, or be like, you know, I always knew that too. It's like, no, for the common person who just plays games and just and just likes, you know, to play games, I, it's like, that's what I thought it was. Like I thought that. that why are they trying to name? They, they should have already named this thing.
3: Like, I know. I'm like, really? Does I would be totally I'm, fine I'm, I'm, with I'm... Xbox One Scorpio. I think Xbox One Scorpio would be okay with me. It's a especially part of the gaming
0: vernacular right now. It's, yeah, and, and now and you and now we totally
1: have to change. They have to change it now to something yep. entirely different. That doesn't make any yep. sense to me mm. as a marketing standpoint because everywhere you go, it's Scorpio, 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 Scorpio. and now they're going to reveal what it's called and then it's supposed to come out this year as well
3: you got it That not see this
1: make any sense to me like this is and and the reason why i'm really sort of like harping on this or, or really i'm sort of like you know uh is because like i was about it about it with Xbox 360 seriously like that system was amazing and still is amazing i loved it i know people love the you know the uh the dreamcast but for me my system was the 360 like i played so many games on on that console i loved it xbox you know the the next one came out and i just for some reason it just it's like there's been in microsoft has been in a decline a decline since then in my opinion and it's like I don't know what they're doing. Like the the fact that they haven't even named this console yet is 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 maddening to me. It's just maddening. I'm sorry you guys. It's just <laughs> Like, I'm really having a problem
3: with this. Well, I I definitely feel you, man. I mean, both me and Kevin, I mean, we're big original Xbox fanboys. Yes. But we we both were. Um, I bought a 360 on launch. I did not buy a PlayStation 3 on launch. No, I had a a 360
1: before I had a PlayStation.
0: It was too expensive, for one. That's
1: that's true, too. (laughs) Uh,
0: For for me, here's the thing. We'll know as soon as Microsoft's press conference starts – if they go if if xbox scorpio presentations ui how to connect it what's in the box if they go into all this minutia about the system itself for more than 10 minutes we know that they're in trouble yep because yep. the scorpio's problem it's not unique to the scorpio it's the xbox's problem they have no games I I mean, I I get it. Yes, can you play all the third parties? Yes, obviously you can. But unless you were already vested in the 360 uh, gaming space when when this new generation launched, there's nothing that really, there's no, at least for me, and yes, I know Halo, Gears of War, very near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. I get that. I understand that. I was never a Halo guy, and Gears was always kind of, eh, you know, I'll play through it once, and then I'm pretty much done. They need to showcase IP. Yes. They need to showcase games unique to the Xbox platform that are going to make me want to go out. And buy it now. I understand they're put. there the according to what their execs, what Phil has always said, the core of the of the business is still the one's. I get that. I understand that. But if they're going to push push this thing as nothing more than a place to play the quote unquote best versions of your third party games, number one, I'm not so sure of that because. Most of what I'm seeing, the the improvements are coming through the UWP architecture. If games are developed through that, you know they can be scaled up and down, you know from throughout the whole range of systems. Not every third party game is being done in UWP. The only one that I'm aware of is Shadow of War. That's number one. Number two, all of that extra work the devs are going to have to uh, fit the bill for, and I don't know if they're willing to put forth that kind of effort for a system that may, or you know, where the market statu- the you know, market impact is still kind of up in the air. Number three, man, you, this is the same company that gave us the original Xbox. Y'all have one of the best first-party catalogs out there. It's like, how hard is it to get the lawyers to get their act together and and let's make some of these first-party or second-party exclusives happen? Yep. You know where I want to see Mecca Soul. I, I understand that that you know, supposedly it's in some type of licensing uh, 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 limbo. And so well, this company has a license to this part of it, another company has, it's like y'all are Microsoft. You're supposed to have oodles and oodles of, of disposable income. Can't you bring some of that in it un, under your wing and put a game, put a, a successor to Mecha out. And even if it's not just a successor, because Mecha was one of the two games that I, that I bought an original Xbox for the other one, was Ninja Gaiden, uh, and I'll just go ahead and jump into what I would love to see. I would love to see a return of Mech Assault, either a remaster of the first two, preferably a sequel to the to the third. I would love to see a return of Ninja Gaiden, and you know, y'all know how much how how much Ninja Gaiden three hurt my heart. It, it hurt my heart, but. <laughs> <laughs> if we can get an actual true successor to two and let's pretend that three never happened, that would be freaking amazing. You know, the, the I, I feel that, that Microsoft there is so much potential there. There is so much potential there. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's going on. This is like the closest I'm, I I will ever come to being a sports fan. You know, I, I just want to see, and it's for the good of gaming in general. I want to see all these companies do good. You know, I want. I want to see. I want to see Microsoft return to what they used to be, content-wise, and you know. Hopefully we see that, uh, Al. What 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 is your what is in your your magic wand uh, for Microsoft? What would you want to see come from that? Actually, I want to
2: see Microsoft when they unveil the Scorpio and whatever it's going to be called. They need to take a play out of Nintendo's handbook because once they've released the name Switch. You saw that Switch commercial everywhere. Yep, and agreed. They, and they showed you exactly what the hook is for this new system. They, mm-hmm. Microsoft, they're going to need to show off the games, the hardware, and what the hook is to either upgrade to that to the Scorpio or flat out just get that one if you're looking into a new system. Mm-hmm. And the marketing campaign needs to be strong.
0: Yeah, like the, i agree
2: switch commercials. i've seen that all
1: over the place yeah because again and then and then this is the 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 whatever it's called is going to be coming out and then it's going to be coming out against the switch because like the switch sold a lot of money you know but uh, people didn't buy it you know because they're waiting for the games and so once all those games come out and people start, you know, buying up the Switch now to play those games. Uh, Microsoft is going to have to fight against those 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 uh, late adopters, you know, for that new, the new Switch. I mean, that's that's what's going to happen, you know.
0: Mm.
1: So they're going to be fighting another battle with with all the second because well, the all the second um the second adopters buying buying the systems now for the games that they really want to play Mario. Um, there's a couple other games coming out too, but still, you know, I don't know. It's yeah. just, I just I just feel for Microsoft right now. I feel <laughs> yeah, for Microsoft.
2: I mean, More than likely the Switch is still gonna be less expensive than whatever yep. the Scorpios price is gonna be. And we're talking about the holiday season coming up. Exactly. Parents are looking at mm. price tags too.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it boils down to for it boils down to me for games. And really, here, here here's what I envision. Here's what I envision. All these things that we've already mentioned, okay. So the sh- the you know, new IP, returning classic IP, mm-hmm. uh, a price point that that's reasonable. Whether you, whether it's you know three ninety nine, four ninety nine, hopefully nothing higher than five, and a reason to actually look again at the micro at the Xbox platform console space, whether you're looking at the 1S or whether you're looking at the Scorpio, because again, th- the whole thing has been games, particularly this year, and their, and the lack of content. If they can address all of that, if they can hit all, these, hit all those points, I want to see Phil Spencer come out center stage after addressing all those concerns. In his hand, okay, he's got the Xbox, uh, a, a globe in his hand that has the Xbox logo in it, and behind him, the spirit of Jay Allard in in alternate, you know, in in that virtual reality thing that they have that that virtual reality that virtual reality set. Jay Allard just kind of like rises up behind him, and he's like dressed as Snook from <laughs> The Force Unleashed, and in his hand. He's got a globe that has the original Xbox boot up logo. You know, when you turned it on, you had those two electrical, you know, and it's it's all powering up and Phil Spencer lifts his freaking hand and the two, the two of them merge together and you hear from those speakers, you got the touch. (laughs) <laughs> from Stan Bush. <laughs> just, and you see those two logos merge, and they just become this, this whatever this new image for Microsoft is. And that's your Xbox Prime. And he's, and you know, and Phil Spencer's dressed like Rodimus Prime from the freaking uh, Transformers,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Transformers anime movie. That, to me... <laughs> is what needs to happen because I just don't see them doing anything else.
3: Damn, that's hot. I don't, see, hot. Them doing, I don't hot. see
0: them doing anything else, man, because we can't wait another year. We've been told, okay, wait till the next d 3 wait till the next d 3 wait till the next d 3 we, We've been hearing that consistently from Microsoft and from their executives and how beastly the Scorpio is going to be. We can't have another year for content. It's it, it's it's show improve, like old school hip hop from the '90s. What it what was in every lyric? You gotta show improve. And, and and that's it. <laughs> <So>. mm-hmm. <laughs> Drop that mic. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and Actually, on that note, we
1: should probably move on to what
3: to what is it? Nintendo's next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nintendo's next. Uh, but you came up uh, Xbox One Prime. I don't know. That's, that's or Xbox Prime. That sounds like a, a winner for a name to me. I don't know about you guys, but I hope you're I kidding think... about that. No, that actually sounds. cool. I would be I upset know. with that. I, you know, really
1: it's... Xbox Prime. <laughs> <laughs> no, Scorpio sounds much better. Because Scorpio sounds cool. It's like it, 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 it sounds like a cool like thing. Like I got a Scorpio. It's like it sounds. I
0: don't know. It sounds like. It just it's sounds part cool. of the gaming vernacular. It, it, it That's what it is. I don't know if it's, to me, it's, it's not, a, I don't know if it's that it sounds cool or not, but it's part of the gaming vernacular. I don't
1: know, so, something about yeah. it. It's just like, you know, you know, Xbox Scorpio. It's like, you know, it's just, I, I don't know. It has this sort of like allure, you know, or or yeah. something to it. Like, it sounds sophisticated. Prime, on the other hand, is just like, uh, you know, yeah. okay, you know. Call
3: it X- Xbox Serpico, that's all. Yeah.
1: Well, Serpico would have been cool. Bring out Al Pacino, so they're talking about, hooah, this is a great game system, hooah, like, or something. I don't know, but I don't know. If it's Xbox Prime, and then we get a new, like, Transformers game as, a, as, a, as an IP, <laughs> you know, Michael Bay's, well, more, I don't like, know. you know, tons of explosions and shit. I don't know, if he comes out dressed like Optimus Prime, like you were saying, I'd be like, all right.
0: You know, uh, I mean,
1: I'd be like they're selling this shit, I guess.
0: Or, 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 I, the, or, or if, we're if we're the, in dreamland right no, now. No, no, or, we're in or, dreamland because let's be honest, we're just gonna get specs, UI, <laughs> uh, 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 showing you what gears for, and Forza Horizon Seven yeah. are gonna look on it, that's and they're gonna name. call it a day. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, best best place to play your third party games. That's a wrap. Yeah. We're out.
1: Well, maybe yeah. it'll transform into something. It transforms into a it transforms into a, an actual desktop PC. There you go. <laughs> they charge you five ninety nine for it, and say so you can email your friends on it <laughs> and surf the web. Although oh, you can do that well, anyway we'll nowadays. So,
3: anyway. yeah, then you'll see see smoking and uh, Gabin come up on. Stage. <laughs> Oh. Steambox, the Steambox
1: has come. <laughs> oh. So for Nintendo, what are we thinking about yeah. Nintendo? Like I I I don't know. Like I hope I hope I hope Nintendo's sort of in the same boat with um with software. Yeah that's what I'm hoping yeah, for. So. Like I need we need games, y'all. We need some games, we need some third party games. We saw your list of tons of third party developers that you're working with, but now we need to see some games. Give us titles, give us release dates. Show us what's going on on your new system because seriously, I want to play it. I had it. I had it pre-ordered. I had it pre-ordered sitting in my like. I I remember I watched that. I was it was at, it was at two a.m. in the morning, and I was, I'm lying in bed on my phone watching all the press coverage for, for the Nintendo. And after it was announced, I closed YouTube on my phone, went to Amazon and pre-ordered that that system, and the um. And and uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I was like, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it, right? And then as the time went through, and as their you know lack of games, and as they're kind of like, I don't know, I don't know. As it got closer and closer and closer, and then Kevin was like, I'm not getting that. And I was like, Kevin's Kevin's probably right, you know. And then, <laughs> and then Joe's like, No, we gotta get it. It's Nintendo. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> But then, but then Joe says that about. Pizza, so I'm like, no, I don't know, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, Joe. So, and then I was looking at it. I was, I was like, you know, and I thought to myself, could I play? Could I literally play, um, Breath of the Wild until Mario came out? That's what I was thinking. Could I play that, or could I play like Arms? Could I play, you know, when it came out because it wasn't a launch day? Or can I, you know, play like what? What's gonna get me through? you know, that I could play one, two, one, two switch. No. um, So, and I was like, you know what? No, I think I can wait. And that's what I think is going to happen to just to bring it a you know, full circle. I think that's the dilemma that people are going to have with, with uh Microsoft's new system. I'm not going to call it Scorpio anymore because it's not what's going to be called it's Microsoft's new system. Uh, so that's why I like, Nintendo needs to come out of E3 strong. They need to say, "Look, this is why you should buy a uh, a Switch." Because all of the early adopters who who were gonna buy it because it's a Nintendo system, Joe, they've all bought it already. It's already been bought. You know. Now we need those 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 holdovers like Kevin, me. You know. Um, I don't know if you got one or not, Alberto, but you probably do. <laughs>
2: Did yeah,
1: you get, I got one on day one. You got one? There you go. You yep. know, so so that that now they need to convince, you know, the late adopters and have them say like, hey, you know, this is what we got for you. Come and play, you know, in our sandbox. So they they, they just need to come strong with with what they're doing, you know, Monster Hunter, you know, Double Cross, um, a new what is it, Xenosaga? Is that it?
3: Joe, Black Chronicles 2, Yeah, sir.
1: no, no, a new, a new one. Not even is is that a new one? Is that the new one supposed to come out?
3: Yeah, no, that's no, coming it's supposed to be out. Yeah. before the end of this year. Yeah, yeah I need that.
1: So I need. I need a. Uh, maybe they'll do a a a fire emblem. That'd be kind of cool. But I know that's oh, they motivated. have a.
3: Fire Emblem Warriors is what's coming out.
1: See, they already know what they already know what's happening, but I need some more. You know, I need I need some more for Xbox. For sorry, for I'm still thinking about <laughs> Xbox. Sorry, I
0: need some more for Nintendo. So, what do you guys think? Um, here, here, I tell you, um, I tried Breath of the Wild. Joe brought the Switch over. What well, it's got to be? What two two months ago, three months ago, something like that. Now, yeah,
3: about two months ago. Yeah.
0: Um. And I dabbled a little bit in Breath of the Wild. That game is ridiculous. It, it, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> um, just, just in the little bit of time that I spent with it, and I'm not really a Zelda guy. My Zeldas were always top down. I never got into the 3D Zeldas all that much. I played the first one, uh, skipped the second, and I think the next time I dipped into Zelda was uh, the, the Super Nintendo was on the Super Nintendo top down adventures loved them the those these little gameplay mechanics that these layers that stack on top of layers on top of layers like lego bricks in the gameplay mechanics in breath of the wild are ridiculous you know you you, you grab some fruit and you grab some meat you you throw it on a fire and it turns into something completely different that's going to aid you in this other section of, of a map that you may not have even opened up and you, you, once you get there, you get this. You know, oh, wait a minute! I've got that thing that gives me that gives me uh, uh, keeps me warm in sub zero temperatures or whatever. And and you're able to traverse that area. Um, I'm a little kind of down on the on the weapon deterioration aspect of the game, but you know I I can live with that. Uh, Des, would if you get the chance, check out Breath of the Wild. I think it will. I think it will hold you. Well, I, I think Breath it. of the Wild will hold you.
1: I've I've I didn't play it, I watched uh Paul play it. Yeah, when we were when we were down over it at uh at Joe's house. And I know, yeah, I mean I thought it would too, but I was just like again, like I need something I need something a little more. I don't know. Just it's kinda worried. I, I still every now and then I still toy with the idea of picking one up because now they're they're coming more, you know, frequently because again people are like all the people who were gonna buy it day one already did, so but, again, I, I, I needed to see what more they're going to have. I don't know. Just, I need more. What,
3: what is on your wish list that you want to see before you drop the, the $300 and just say, hey, I got to have one? Um, I know people Monster Hunter. on the short Monster Hunter, of course, is already on the list. But uh, Pokemon with Pokemon, Swayu, um, oh, no, Metroid. No, 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 no. no.
1: See, 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 you missed my point. <laughs> um, yeah. I will buy one like I, yes. I I will be buying one it's just it's just a matter of when yeah you know I, I I'll definitely own one I have I have pretty much owned um every Nintendo system up until the Wii and then I did not buy the Wii U because uh, at first I didn't really know what it was um and I was like I already have a Wii why would I buy a Wii U and then you told me about it and then I was just like nah I was, I was like what <laughs> it's like it li- is literally what what uh playstation deal with the playstation pro almost it's like it's like come on guys you know just i, I know technology is rapidly changing you know and you guys are always going to be playing ketchup but damn folks you know mm. so
0: so well, yeah i, I tell I'll, you i'll be getting one i'm getting one the only reason i'm not i haven't picked one up yet and i've been adding a little bit to my gamestop dollars is is because I'm waiting until uh, till the fallout from, from E3 because Phil is either going to sell me a Switch or he's going to sell me a Scorpio, one one or the other. And it, it all depends on what I see up there. I mean, I'm going to get a, a Switch anyway at some point. Uh, and if I we see what I hope to see, uh, I'll, I'll have both. But, uh, you know, I've got a nice little size of... GameStop credit built up from the last trade that I've added on from the last trading adventure (laughs) that me and Joe went on. And, um, you know, that Mario game, you know, I've always been kind of, I've always enjoyed Mario games. I've never been a super fan of them uh, with the exception of three and two. I really love those. those, I really love those titles, but seeing Mario in in these new advent in these new environments, these more realistic environments, I'm I'm intrigued. I really am intrigued, so I want to see how that turns out. Um software is uh, th- this it's got to be just like with Microsoft, it's like what you said, Des, we we got to see some software. Um uh Mario and Zelda and uh those sta- staples like that you know I I personally Kirby's my favorite oh, Nintendo mascot so if they showed me a Kirby game that'd be cool I definitely I would definitely be down yeah. for that um, I just it, it's all about content it is all about content and no one has as much as of a, of a uh, PlayStation fanboy as I am no one no none of these console manufacturers, have the have the the weight as far as their first party uh, first party IPS go than Nintendo uh, people that don't play games know who Zelda and Mario is are you know and and it's because they have those I those IPS are so world renowned so well known yeah um, it only it you know it only takes, a ma- another mario it only takes a zelda it only takes a mario kart it only takes a metroid and all of that all of those memories start return and people are going to go out and buy and buy this thing in droves again you know i i it's still being sold you know the last time i was in best buy a couple weeks ago they didn't have any so yeah Alberta, I, so i don't i don't know yeah. Al what about you man
2: It has to be the games at a decent pace, too, because my son and I, we have the Switch, but his taste in games are way different than mine. So if Nintendo keeps pushing out these games at a decent pace, they should be fine. But if they start going down the route like the Wii U and they take a break for a month or two with little cheap indie games here and there, it's not going to work out so well for them.
3: Yeah, they need first-party um, software, and they need it like on a monthly basis at least, you know. And uh, I'm expecting, you know, I I want certain games, I want certain things. I, the new Super Mario Odyssey should be great. Looks like it's almost like riffing off like uh, Super Mario 64 and Super Mario Sunshine instead of the uh, Galaxy series. So, to me, the gameplay is the return to that Super Mario 64 gameplay. Um, I've been looking forward to them uh, taking a step back with the gameplay, at least, and going in that direction on that, especially with the lack of waggle with uh, this one on it. Also to see if maybe, like I said, Metroid, even a new Luigi's Mansion, possibly a Pokemon game. You know, I know, Desmond, you've talked about for years if they actually came out with a Pokemon MMO of some sort. Um, that would be just like, you know, like boom, boom, like just like 100,000 pound gorilla in the room right there. So, well, couldn't
1: you imagine that? I mean, taking the, because the, 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 the Wii, sorry, the Wii, the, uh, sorry, the, um, the Switch can be taken out. So you can actually play Pokemon on the go, you know, yeah. and then you can, you know, catch your Pokemons, meet up with people, battle a link, do a link battle. With someone using your screen and their screen, then dock it and go and like I think it would be. I mean, if, that's if they were just to do like a regular sort of sort of Pokemon game. But to actually have a a Pokemon MMO would be bananas. Could you imagine that? Like a three yeah. a a, th- a three battle turn based Pokemon system with the with a with Pokemon ranked as tank and DPS and a healer. That'd be bizarre. <laughs> Like you'd have like a Charizard as your DPS and like a like uh or and like a, a psychic type as your healer or something I don't know just imagine could you imagine that and like and, like your trainer is like running through a dungeon and you have to like throw out three pokeballs to fight you know various team team something another chaos rocket some kind of like I think I think what is it Team Ninjas running out of different names for like they're, they're like a giant the. And they're like, you know, what team should this one be? Uh, team Calamity. There you go. <laughs> you know, it just seems like something like that would be great. If Nintendo was actually to back something like that, that'd be really cool. But again, second-party second, second party titles that are not crap. Like yeah. And, like, uh, I, I know they're trying to catch the widest demographic as possible. And no disrespect to folks that like, you know, those Barbie poop unicorn games. But no, like, I need something <laughs> a little bit more. You know, then Uh, some like five dollar, you know, bargain bin, you know, IP. Like, I need more. Sorry,
3: uh, F Zero, maybe. You know, I think if if a new zero
1: game would be amazing,
3: I know it would be. If you're hankering for a new wipeout, well, guess what? F Zero would satisfy that itch, so
1: or uh, Star Fox.
0: Oh
3: yeah. uh, I think it's
0: no, too soon to with Star
1: Fox. So why?
0: I think I, think I just... would love to see them redeem themselves from, from you. the the one on the Wii U. Yes. I...
1: yes, I think now is the time. This is a new like all everything everything that's the thing. When you get a new system It should be fresh. It should be fresh and new and and the sins of the past generations shall be, you know, washed away and we get we get a new chance. (laughs) Like why do you think we always get a new Mario game for every new Mario system? It's supposed to be building on it, building on it, building on it. Yeah. Though I think and, and I can and I'll fight folks about this, I still think um Mario Sunshine was one of the, if not best, uh Mario games that came out for that that was that was um uh console specific if, if if you if you know what i mean you know cuz like every new console has a, has a new mario game like it's it's, oh, yeah. it's that first mario game that comes out for the new system is sort of like that the defining game for for mario and i i think you know sunshine we can have a debate about that before but like what is your best mario game but i think that you know sunshine was amazing so that's why i really like think this new mario game is going needs it just needs to
0: like be that caliber you know you know the one thing I'm not hearing, though, and and I don't know if if how you guys feel about it. What about third party support? What what about you know, I'm I got Call of Duty on this on this console, that console. What about the Switch? Mm-hmm. Do, do you guys feel a strong need for that? Do you guys feel that third party is really what the Switch needs right now, or are you or are you more looking forward to those? unique console specific experiences that you can get at a quicker clip
1: this is that's an interesting question though because i think it depends on, on what your expectation for your console is because when i and i think that's what speaks to like consoles people having multiple consoles fulfilling multiple roles within their family or within their you know play styles or their their or their living dynamics now if you're like a hardcore gamer you know, you got a you got a PS Pro. You're gonna get whatever Microsoft's new system is going to be. You're gonna get those, and you're gonna try to play those at the highest, you know, quality. You know, but if you are a you know casual gamer, you might stick with you know your your PS um your PS fours uh, and your uh, Xbox One, uh, and you'll buy a Switch because it's it's good. But but those games or those systems sometimes can be can be seen at least in my opinion as as more of a a sort of pseudo casual casual or or uh say casual has a a negative connotation but it's not like that that uber like i have to like you know have the best you know you know system for to play the game at the most max you know it's like super enthusiast yeah super there you go you know uh, semi-pro person and then you have so for me, like I look at the I look at the um, Nintendo and I I, I remember how I, what I always used to play on the Nintendo. And for me, it was always RPGs and it was always those side scrolling um, uh, adventure games. So for me, I've always thought, like, I would love to play on the Nintendo, you know, uh, a new Zelda game or a new a new adventure type of game. I don't. For me, again, I keep saying for me because this is my experience, but like I I think for me I think it'd be weird to play a first-person shooter on a on a Nintendo Switch. Like I just don't like I don't think that I just don't think when I think of first-person shooter, my mind doesn't ame- immediately go to like Nintendo. For, when I think of Nintendo, I think of like a role-playing game. I think of like a an action game. So for me, I would do in Nintendo I would I would want to see an action game and, and an IP that I would love to see is like maybe and this is like really going to stretch it like maybe a new Klonoa, or maybe um a new I don't know uh Dax and Jackster you know because that could that could go from the PS uh PS Pro to the Switch and and I think that import would be really uh easy to do so I would think I would I would want more action oriented games. Like I, I don't I don't think about uh first person shooters on Nintendo. What do you guys think about that?
3: Well, to go back to Kevin's main question, um as long as third parties are on the system, I mean I'm not expecting to see every um game that's coming out for both the Xbox and PlayStation to come out day and date on the Switch. I mean the Switch is a different type of thing. I don't want to play certain games on the go. I don't want to play uh, certain games on the system with the less fidelity, like you were saying, Desmond. So, I mean, to me, if they pick and choose the games that they do bring out for the Switch, you know, your FIFAs, uh, maybe a Call of Duty of some sort, um, your NFL football, you know, the things that are upper-tier upper, upper tier third-party stuff where there would be enough of an audience on the console to me, that would be worth uh, their time. Whether uh, me or you or <laughs> any other enthusiast would bother playing that Switch version of that game, it just depends on what type of hooks are in there. On there, If they do partner with other companies that kind of have the same uh, DNA like a Nintendo does, like maybe uh, Sega, you know, you know. I know new Sonic's coming out for all of the different consoles, but, uh, you know, if, if they team up with Sega to come up with... a uh, a new uh, platformer game of some sort, you know, Uh, maybe not even with Sonic, maybe, or an exclusive Sonic game for the console, you know, that would kind of be in the wheelhouse. You know, I'm not expecting it to compete um, directly with Xbox and PlayStation. I want it to be its own thing on there. I don't need a third console manufacturer to come out and try to do everything in the kitchen sink. You know, I want it to have its own flavor. And to me, Nintendo is... Going to be able to pull from what they need to pull from with their third party partners to make sure that they cover some third party basis, but um, they're still going to look upon the Mario's, Pokemon, uh, Metroid's, you know, Legend of Zelda uh, to kind of be also a, a good steering point for the software on the system as well. So,
0: mm-hmm. you know, uh, Joe, I think you played uh, Call of Duty on the Wii, right? I play on the Wii U, yeah. The I Wii own U. that
3: version, yeah, and a lot of people love that version because of the fact of having waggle control, having the uh, the um, Wiimo and the Nunchuck on there, and it still gives good trade-in value even at GameStop. I mean, that Call of Duty 2 on the on Wii U is, uh, you know, something that uh, for that. You know, it's something unique for the Nintendo console because not a lot of people, you know, not a lot of companies brought out their games on that console. So for the people that do own it, it's something that it kind of stood out a little bit, you know, because, you know, EA obviously didn't bring in their Battlefield over, you know, you don't have a lot of first-person shooters. So whoever decides to kind of dip their toe in the pool, they probably are going to get rewarded uh, with a lot of game sales, you know, if needed, so.
0: Well, you know, I was... I think that may be where the third party comes in, where Nintendo is going to be able to, would be able to look and select what kind of unique gameplay mechanics can be employed with the Switch, the, its controller setup, how, you know, its functionality, how they can, how these third-party games might be able to be made to exploit those. Whereas basically the same game, yeah, it's at a lower resolution, but there's this unique way you control your character, this unique way you access your menus, there's this unique way, you know, all the, those little small layers, you know, you're building a precept upon a precept in the mechanics realm uh, as to how it how you interact with the game on the Switch. I think if they did that, and they could those those type of titles could come out at a quicker rate in between the next Mario, the next Zelda, you know, those, the, those prime first-party IPs that Nintendo's so known for and, you know, the people are, are demanding, basically, and want to buy, I think they're going to be in good shape. You know, I, I agree with you guys. They, they don't necessarily have to have Mass Effect 3, You know, on running on the switch, if they can pick and choose, you know, some of those sports titles, some of those, you know, uh, indie darlings, even uh, that can fill the void between those mainstays. I think they're going to be in good shape. So, with that, uh, why don't we just roll into and just kind of discuss them all at, at once? The big third-party companies, the EA, Ubisoft, Bethesda, Take Two. Uh, I know EA and Ubisoft, uh, Bethesda. They're running on Saturday, right? It's Saturday assuming. or
3: Sunday. I don't know. Yeah. Let me take a book okay. Here. Uh Okay.
0: But these these big third parties. Um, you know, myself personally, from uh, Bethesda. I hope to see something coming from the Wolfenstein uh, the, the Wolfenstein IP the next Wolfenstein I've been playing the prequel and uh, Re- castle uh, the new order on PC uh, thoroughly completely enjoyed it I finished uh, the old blood <laughs> and that that was a lot of fun I'm just dis- I'm thinking... I'm not a hundred. I'm you know, completely a hundred percent. But just for me personally, I think those narrative-driven uh, f- uh, first-person shooters. I think I might be playing them on PC. Uh, I, I, I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure on the, on all of them. But definitely for uh, any future Wolfenstein's, that's definitely going to be played on the PC because I've been having a ball with them. Um, electronic Arts. Uh, I saw the trailer for that upcoming uh, Need for Speed. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's too Fast and the Furious for you. You know, it, I, I have there was no gameplay, so I'm going to hold off final judgment. But I wish that I wish something EA could make something happen, and just give me. Hot Pursuit 2. Just just give me Hot Pursuit 2. That's all I need. Remaster that for the current gen, and I'm happy. Because whenever they, 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 they start straying off that, that, that hot pursuit formula, I mean, when when in your press release, one of the key elements is you can pause the game. I, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried when you can pause the game, uh, because in the you know as we all know in the last one it was online all the time and you couldn't pause the game. I don't know. I, I, I don't know.
1: No, I don't, I don't know, know either. Like, I saw that, and I was just like, well, I mean, they're at least we're, they're bringing back the story
0: element. I guess that's a good thing.
3: I don't know. Well, like, well, is, this Razor Callahan?
0: The... is this Razor Callahan?
3: Might <laughs> as well, yeah. I mean, it looks cheesy as all get out from what I've heard. I mean, <laughs> if they does. just go full throttle in and <laughs> be able to just make it just cheesy as all get out, it might even work. Maybe In my opinion. I don't know. It
0: might work. It might. Work. I don't know.
1: Well, but but then that and then that Far Far Cry Five reveal <laughs> and all that. I know that that they finally re- finally revealed it. And just to just to follow up, I'm probably we're probably gonna. Do you think we're gonna get any more like, like like an actually any more like like gameplay or anything from that from that from, from that? I mean, I know it's coming out next next year. Do you February? Yeah. Do you do you think we're going to get any anything about that game? I, w- I would assume so. I mean, it seems to be very. Yeah, so we're going to see gameplay,
3: yeah, from
0: so. Ubisoft. Ubisoft show for yeah, that. Prob-
3: yeah, probably on the sunny um, presser too, as well. The E three presser you're probably going to see a little clip because that's how how they roll. A lot of the Far Cry Five stuff is already on PSN okay. uh, PlayStation Store, quite a bit. So yeah, we'll so probably see. see it. It. Yeah, for sure.
1: Okay, um, what other what other IPs do you have? Any other uh alberco do you have any like third party you think we're gonna see hopefully something from cd project red oh cyberpunk yeah that'd be kind of cool we already
2: got the witch of three they did the game of the year edition so what's next i want (laughs) to see some gameplay or just or at least another trailer
1: or something about the story maybe because like literally all we have is that that one cinematic trailer and that's it
3: yeah, if, if you see it, you're going to see it at Microsoft, probably because of the whole prior uh, alliance with The Witcher at the prior E3 press conference uh, a few years ago for Microsoft. So that's uh, that's my bet to see it on that side of the fence, at least so.
1: Who knows? Although I, I, I'm, I'm with you, especially with um with Blade Runner, the movie coming out, although I know they're not tied together. But, you know, just I think people being in that whole like cyborgs and – Stuff like that will be really, really well received. Because like for whatever reason, and we talked about this on the last show, I didn't really, I never really got into The Witcher. I just couldn't, I just could not relate to Drawl or Grolf or whatever his name was. I just couldn't relate to him as a yeah. character. So I was just like, eh. I know the gameplay was solid, the story was good, but for whatever reason, I just could not, like, I just couldn't, eh. And then, um, so I'm hopeful that with this new, you know, this new game, I can get it. Because like I, I hate to say it. I don't hate to say it. I'm gonna be proud of my geeky nerdhood. So I played Cyberpunk 2020, the art, the role-playing game in, in high school. So so this 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 IP is kind of near and dear to my heart. So I, I'm hoping that, you know, they do they do it well and there's like tons of augmentations and you can, you know, you know, become a cyborg. And I and I hope it's like I hope it's um a third person uh DS, uh x but with a lot more story you know just a lot more story
3: so mm-hmm. i'm with you too kevin i'm anticipating uh, bethesda pulling out a wolfenstein this year especially with doom last year and they're they're about due mm-hmm. for a new wolfenstein in my opinion so So that and also uh, if you remember the game, The Evil Within at Bethesda, I think they're due to announce the sequel to that game. I know that that uh, Shimei Mikami has been working uh, for Bethesda. He's basically his company got picked up. And so you probably see something uh, more from him and his studio uh out of bethesda you know well, hopefully it's something that's you know maybe who knows maybe it'll be a new ip and a new new game mm-hmm. on that but uh you know evil within 2 i would not uh be unhappy about that being announced if they do happen to pull that out so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll get prey 2 <laughs> 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 yeah. that original game looked crazy too the yeah. prey 2 I saw something online um, about a, maybe about three four weeks ago saying that they had a surprise twist ending for Prey two, on that that brought the uh, protagonist from the first Prey, Tommy, the Indian uh, that was in the first Prey game. If you ever had a chance to play that, so. But uh, um, what else? Anything else you guys are expecting? I'm I'm wanting Borderlands three. I want Borderlands mm-hmm. three to get finally get mm-hmm. announced. I
1: don't so. know. They're um... <sighs> They were, uh, well, I was reading somewhere where they were talking about that they were either going to be announcing Borderland 3 or another. I can't remember the other one, uh, from that, from Gearbox. I
3: can't remember what it was. What it was. Um, are you talking about the, um, that old franchise, that uh, World War II franchise, the Brothers in Arms, maybe? Yeah,
1: Brothers in Arms. That was when they were talking about it. was either, they were either going to be showing something for Brothers in Arms or, um, or, ba- um, Borderlands, and they haven't really, they haven't really, of course, released what it's going to be. So, I hope, I hope it is Borderlands three, given the tech demo they showed a couple months ago. So, um, you know how, how the new engine looks. So, I don't know. I'm hopeful. I think it's, I think it's about time they need a hit. You know, Bulletstorm yeah. came out and they did okay, but Battleborn was like dead on
3: arrival, and then, um so they need a hit like they need a hit then they can go back to the well mm. i would i would definitely agree that borderlands is a point of uh, when not if so yeah. and i'm ticked to will not turn down money i don't think so that's, <laughs> that's for sure yeah, so um anything from blizzard you think guys might recap it there other than you know maybe more overwatch announcement or you think blizzard's beyond announcing stuff at a pressure like E3 that they're going to do it on maybe on the BlizzCon or something like
1: that. Oh, so. they're going to be talking about um, Destiny. They're probably going to be solidifying uh, that they're with Battle Network um, and they're going to be probably doing something with with uh, Bungie and Activision saying, hey, you know, this is what we're doing. You know, Come over and, and get on if you're going to want, to want to the PC. They're probably doing something like that. But as far as an original IP, uh, they're probably going to be pushing the Necromancer for... Um, for Diablo. Diablo 3. Yeah, they're probably yeah. going to the necromancer cuz that's the that's the biggest thing and then I guess their next season will be starting soon. So
3: Yeah. What About the Heroes of the Storm port, you think that will ever come to fruition for console? You think, or uh, I don't know. I, I don't play MOBAs, so
1: I really haven't kept my ear to the ground about it. But or he-
3: maybe even Hearthstone, for God's
1: sake. No. You know, I know you love love those
3: CCGs, man, No, so. they're
1: not going to bring Hearthstone over. That that is specifically those. All that stuff is all that stuff is already. Those infrastructures are already done on on uh, PC. There's there, there would be no reason to bring it over here. they they're just they're not aching for for players people play that game and they stream that game and it's it, it has a home on pc and they're not going to port any of that stuff over here now gotcha I, I don't i don't think they're going to do any of it um they just have no reason to you know there's they're, they're they're not missing out on such a large large base for console users because you can literally play that game you don't need a huge rig to play hearthstone you don't so oh um, i know so they don't really they're not going to invest the, the infrastructure to do that they don't they don't need to so um yeah, same gotcha thing
2: heroes of the storm the control scheme
3: that they would have to figure out on the controller would be crazy there you go it's the Same <laughs> thing. You well know? oh, there you go my answers thank you guys you know so. i mean
1: if any if anything if, if anything it's just going to be um the necromancer pushing diablo 3 and like come and play it in the new one and you know because that's one thing that i really haven't heard a lot about is uh is the necromancer or sorry is um is uh anything else like i haven't heard anything from about um wow or or anything it's just the necromancer so i don't i can't see anything else so
0: is anyone besides me looking forward to assassin's creed origins Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. To me, I'm, I'm so I'm behind sorry. in
3: my Assassin's sorry. Creed. I, I've always meant to play the games. I enjoy what I've played, but that series has always been something to where, you know, I have Black Flag I have not played at all. You know, I have other games in the series i have not played i have uh, assassin's creed 3 on pc i have not played you know so um you know if it's gonna be more of a multiplayer experience then maybe it's something i'll jump on but uh i got such an assassin's creed backlog at least i'm just talking to myself personally that i'm i'm not gonna be all super excited to play day one especially if i have a game like syndicate where you know i'm could go ahead and go in and play and I already own it I don't know if I'm willing to divest another 60 bucks and keep buying it year after year and not play it you know it's one of those that my one of my backlog games that's just like haunting me still so
0: mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm looking forward to it the idea of, of a complete reboot where you know we can step away from the convoluted uh, Desmond uh, story. Is a, is promising the fact that it's taking place that it, it seems to be taking place in Egypt?
3: Yeah,
0: is cool. My only thing is that they better not gods of Egypt. yet. I better see some black folk in there. <laughs> uh, I don't want to see I don't want to see Elizabeth Taylor looking, you know, Queen of Sheba up in there talking with her British accent. I need to see, I need to see some black folk because Egypt is not. A village on the coast of switzerland i mean i hate to
1: say it kev i hate to say it but we are not gonna get we're gonna get some seriously they're gonna be some caramel colored people because they, they ain't gonna go too dark now come on now <laughs> they ain't gonna go too dark it's egypt but they'll be like okay now we gotta this game gotta be a massive hit for multiple people. <laughs> we'll put a little tint on them, but <laughs> put a little tint that straight give hair, but give
0: give them a little caramel drizzle, but Just a, little Just a little bit, a
3: little bit. Ah, come on! Someone has to tell the Ubisoft the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. No, come on, they go, going to do that.
1: No, seriously, I can tell you now. They gonna be uh. they gonna be a little they gonna be a little sun kissed, okay. But that's <laughs> about it. <laughs> Can't go too dark. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I have to agree with Joe, you know, and I have to agree with you. I I once I couldn't get in. I just couldn't get into Assassin's Creed the games. Like I heard they were fantastic. I heard the Ezio collection is amazing. Um, and I've often thought about buying that but just to kind of experience the game but never really got into it like I, I played it a couple times at Joe's house and I was just like yeah it never really sang to me so I was just like alright but um, I'm interested in the locale though because uh, that is a um, we, we we don't usually go to you know um, like Egypt and and or you know I, I'm interested in the because usually it, like it's it's some um, like we're in like a, a, a European esque type um, field. E- even if it's even if it's a whole another world, we don't ever see anything that's inspired from Africa or, or or Egyptian culture. You know that could be on another world or something. So so I'm I'm interested in seeing you know how they're going to to do that and and what they're going to do. I'm sure you know we're gonna meet. You know, King Common, you know, Pharaoh, you know, stuff like that. Who knows? Maybe we'll meet Moses. Ah, you know, um, but I don't think they're going to do that. <laughs> um, do we have anything from, uh, what is it, BioWare?
3: I'm not know. sure. I know they announced they're working on a new Dragon Age, so at least they're in the beginning portions of it, but after the tail between the legs of Mass Effect Andromeda, which is probably almost, I would say, I know, I know you've been playing the game, Al, right? No. I wasn't haven't been
2: it until I started seeing more and more of it, and I'm like, no.
3: But uh, I love okay. it. No,
1: I'm, I'm the one that's been playing it.
3: Okay, and what you I've think?
1: I've been playing it, and um, I'll save that. Well, I'll say it now. I don't care. I, I have been loving it. I think I think the gameplay is solid, the exploration is fun. Um, there are so many ways that you can build your character. Um, the the banter is fun between the characters. Uh, is it a perfect game? Uh, no. Um, but the I'm an ex. I like exploration. I like driving around the map. I like crafting stuff. The um the patches really helped it a lot um i haven't seen any any glitches at all since i since i've been playing um and i just enjoy it like i I enjoy the storyline and what's happening to people um the animations yeah they are they can be in some spots a bit rough uh and really rough but overall it hasn't really taken my um really hasn't taken me out of the experience at all yeah so you know?
3: uh, the people i saw on twitter that they've been playing the game they really liked it and a lot of people have finished it and they said that the game just got unduly knocked out because of the animation at the beginning of the game the good state that the game well, was released in so yeah, and yeah, so i, I think bioware is going to learn from their lessons you know we'll Hopefully, see. I mean, one of the things I'm thinking it might be like a surprise reveal, maybe is a new Jade Empire. But see, you know, that's I'm just... what I'm open. <laughs>
0: that's what I want. Jeez, cool. Yeah, that I think I think would, would be for a, that for a minute.
3: That'd be a Microsoft like oh, you know five ten yeah. bomb. But I believe Bioware owns the IP, so
1: I would be like, I'd be like, thank you so much for this. Yes, <laughs> yes, I would be so amazed to see that. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna predict that. Mass Effect Three gets announced as EA Access at E3. Um, oh. I I think that game, for whatever reason, uh, I don't think it's done as well as they hoped. And I mean, I think it can it it dropped down to what thirty five bucks since on some, some store fronts. Uh, it's been dipping 40, to forty on sale as uh,
3: some some weeks. Yeah, to yeah. be on sale in a week or two. For Father's Day at Target, I already got the Target Day Father's Day <laughs> yeah, <laughs> week really. ad. So
0: wow. So I'm predicting it's going to be uh, announced as an EA Access game uh, fairly fairly soon because I I don't think that EA is was happy with the return on that game in its launch window. Um, it it got hammered pretty pretty hard i i was never a mass effect dude so i was never going to buy it anyway Mm. but uh some some of those animations some of those glitches were just were just crazy and just knowing the type of gamer that i am that would take me out of the out of the experience Mm. and even some of the facial expressions were just like wow i mean that's, that's just me. I understand there have been some subsequent patches that have cleared a lot of that stuff up if not all. but you know you only have one shot to make a first impression and I don't think that first impression went over overall to EA's liking. yeah so I would not be surprised to see to see that game be announced for for EA access at e3. but um I I guess with that, We can jump into our news section. So, uh, Joe, what you got for us this week,
3: man? Let's go ahead and hit a few things up real quick. I know we've gone a long time about E3, but that was just so worthy of the conversation and everything. Um, The big news story this week, in my opinion, is Nintendo. They finally did announce more information regarding Switch's online service features on there. They did say that the paid... Um, service for the Nintendo Switch Online is not going to be uh, a paid service until 2018. Uh, They did announce uh, the price point for it. You'll pay uh, $3.99 for one month, $7.99 for three months, or $20 for one year for the console's online service. Uh, They also mentioned the fact that you would be able to go ahead and download a compilation of classic games with online play. They did uh, kind of bandy about some NES titles, including super Mario three balloon fight and Dr. Mario being named on there. Uh, I think it's a little bit different from when they were first talking about the service where you had one game a month that you're able to dabble and play with. You are able to get a, Little library access to a library of classic games with added online plays. So, to me, way better than just having one game a month and have it switched out. So, um, this system's still going to be using a uh, smart app on your phone on there. So, we'll have to see how that goes. Do you see that and- connection diagram? Oh, for the um, platoon too. Yeah, the
1: connection diagram was bananas. Oh my God! With like the little... hopefully
3: that, that that is just for those platoon headphones that uh, Hori is bringing out. Ooh, because that thing looked, yeah, it
1: looked it looked scary. Like I was like, what?
3: <laughs> make make it wireless, Nintendo. Hopefully they do. But you know, Hori does have a. Splatoon 2 um, accessory coming out where they have uh, Splatoon-branded headphones, but they're wired. So you basically have this crazy-looking dongle with uh, one wire going to your Switch and one wire going to your cell phone and then another wire going to your headset. Yeah, it kind of so.
1: looks like a squid. The, the th- you notice that? Yeah. It kind of like a squid. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool, but it is so, so many, like, um, wires. It's, weird
3: yeah no no i i don't know is it gonna work like a clip where you gotta clip it on your shirt and then having your phone like in your pocket and then basically <laughs> having another wire go to your switch it's like uh, you know uh this is begging for a, uh, some sort of wireless connection of some sort so <laughs> hopefully it's just for those headphones but uh you guys' opinions on 20 buck price point i think it's reasonable for one i think that's great um, Are you kidding yeah i think it's
2: awesome yeah
3: Yeah. And especially with the little library of NES games to select from, I know they haven't really unveiled the virtual console stuff yet, but to me um, Nintendo was just big and they have like a big comprehensive uh, virtual console, like, you know, ten to fifteen dollars a month. I could play whatever the hell I want to play, and then they'll dip in that NES Classic thirst like no other. You know, and be able to to mint that money. You know, you know. I don't know if you ever seen those gifts with uh, like uh, Reggie and Awada with like the you know with the DS and the, and the cash rolling out of it, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much the dealio on that if they do decide to take this further but i um, glad they didn't, didn't go for a ps plus like 60 dollar or microsoft xbox live price point of 60 bucks for a year because uh, you know i don't know what games i would want to play online on a nintendo service i mean mario kart for one maybe smash brothers once that is announced that's like you know Um, uh, the most untold secret—it's like pretty much everyone knows that Smash Brothers is going to come out E3. So, Mm. on that. So, any other thoughts or opinions on the service? You guys, pretty happy with the announcement? That's another reason to buy it. Yeah,
0: and and I don't think they could have presented because I haven't seen the the diagram of how it's all connected, how it all connects. But if everything is wired, there is no way they could they could call out sixty, call for sixty bucks a year. Uh, for that kind of setup uh, gotcha. through your phone, uh, twenty bucks is reasonable. I agree with you 100% there.
3: Yeah, especially with games to play too. If they had no games to play, I'd be like, well, do I want to play online games or not? You know, mm-hmm. but uh, adding adding games to the mix and these you know the titles that you bought 10 million times before on uh, Wii, Wii U, you know, 3DS, and, you know, and guess what? You just get them for free now versus having to you know buy your uh, 5.99 Super Mario Brothers again. So. Mm-hmm. So, uh, next news story I kind of caught my eye. It's more like caught. It would catch your eye, Kevin Mackins. You know, as far as uh, your f- flavor of savor, and it has to do with announcements of uh, two games in the River City Ransom universe. So, uh, River City Knights of Justice is a game coming out for 3DS. It is a Kunio game through and through, but it's all based in uh, a fantasy sci-fi adventure. So imagine taking River City Ransom and throwing it into a medieval town with dragons and <laughs> so on and so forth, all on your Nintendo 3DS on there. It's coming out digitally this summer. Uh, it's called River City Knights of Justice on there. So transform it into heroes and villains at home at any RPG. Kunio and friends use swords, staves, and even magic to bring peace back to River Andia so they even changed the name of the town for the game so so <laughs> river andia R- yes I love, it. <laughs> I love it yes if anything will cause miss kevin to buy a 3ds i think this would probably push you over the edge and then also they have a 3ds remake of the uh, venerable river city ransom also coming out it's being called uh river city rival showdown it will be out physically both on the 3ds on there no switch announcement yet but will be out in um, fall on there it follows the same story of Kunio and ricky's rescuing ricky's girlfriend by beating up high school gangs but with new features like countering day night cycles and one-on-one fighting of double dragon 2016 mode that hasn't been translated into proper english yet so (laughs) Oh, and I also have local co-op support too, as well. That's going to be out this fall on there. And both games are coming out from Natsume, so they are translating both games for the U.S. And so, uh, if anything is hankering for you, you to buy a 2DS XL, Kevin, I think maybe a 2DS XL might be in your wheelhouse in the future. Who knows? So
1: I'm going to buy one.
0: Uh, you know, I I barely I know I barely have time to play my Vita, and yeah. The i would like to see this come out to the switch because i know i know i would play it there the uh i just don't know if, if a 3ds or uh, a ds because i think i like the 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 clamshell form factor a little bit better than the uh the the 2d the 2ds form factor
3: well to, sir the 2ds uh XL that's coming out is in a clamshell format so
0: oh it i is? don't know if yeah i is. haven't i haven't seen it i haven't seen it looks really yet. good it looks really it's cool. it's
3: super slick and it's a hundred and forty nine retail on there. so, not so have, what's
0: the difference between that and the three d s no three d that's it pretty much and a slimmer form
3: factor
1: yeah yeah they literally just cut out the three d and i it's perfect for me because I have a three d s and uh an old gen three d s and mm. I never use the three d for the games but but they the new ones have so much uh, so much faster processing power. So when they announced that, I texted Joe, and it's like, it looks like I'm buying a new one.
3: <laughs> yeah, there's, the colors there's are kind of some bad, games though. that run quicker on the new 3DS XL. So um, the new 2DS XL is basically just all your great features on the th- new 3DS XL without 3D and with a smaller form factor. So it's a little thinner, fits in your pocket better. I know you're a big fan of the 3DS yeah same size screen you're a big fan of the 3ds as as well right al
2: oh yes and um the 2d if i didn't have my 3d xl the new one i would definitely buy the 2ds xl
3: yeah i'm even thinking about downgrading you know and just say heck with it you know because that would be like almost like me um if i trade it in the gamestop at the proper time <laughs> and be able to get most or all the money i need to purchase the new 3d uh 2ds XL. so uh, hmm. might be a thing but yeah that's coming out in the next i think it's coming out what in july july 28th uh same day that a uh, couple of those new games come out pikmin hey pikmin and uh, also ever oasis come out so oh, oh okay well I'm doing the sales job, but you know, with, <laughs> with these River City games coming out, I know there was a prior River City game that I had you play while we were waiting in line. I think at one time.
0: Yeah, Try we were to... in uh, for for PSX last year, actually. Well, yeah, last year. Yeah, it
3: was PSX. Yeah, you were yeah. playing
0: the River and City I game. I enjoyed yeah. it. I liked it a lot. Uh,
3: there, so. There's a lot of cool games on 3DS, man. There is a lot of cool games. So yeah,
0: yeah, 3D, I might, that, that might 3D. be that might get me into the that might be get me into the fam so we'll
3: we'll see all right, and other news just to kind of cover this is like the eight hundred pound gorilla as far as news as far as i'm concerned at least uh, there is a report out there and it is a hundred percent locked confirmed that uh, gamestop is doing a promotion with amazon, so starting on June the 7th, you're able to use a program called Amazon Cash, which is an app that you can add uh, add onto your cell phone to be able to go to certain retailers and basically put cash onto your Amazon Cash account and be able to purchase items on Amazon. So basically what GameStop will be doing with this particular promotion is that you have the ability to go and trade in everything you want under the sun. And then just in case you don't want to purchase items at GameStop, you could actually bring up your Amazon Cash account and pretty much put all your trade credit on to your Amazon Cash account to be able to use on Amazon. And this is all up and up, not worried about having to buy gift certificates or any gift cards at GameStop and to be able to do that, that they are partnering with Amazon to have the ability to be able to um, freely trade in games at GameStop, freely move your money over to Amazon if you want to move your credit over there without any sort of issue on there. This is going to be starting as of June 7th, which is coming up literally within the next couple of days. Um, They want to boost people going into GameStop to be able to trade in all their assorted items to obtain Amazon credit. It's a win-win, I think, in, in both hands, and I don't have to worry about having the, you know, like the manager of the store look at me funny when I'm sitting there trading everything under the sun and trying to buy Amazon gift cards all in the same transaction. So guys' opinions on the ability to be able to easily go into GameStop and move your money over to Amazon. Sounds
1: good.
3: That's cool.
2: Yeah,
1: that does sound good. good. I mean, you know, Joe's GameStop, like – was like flipping heaven, he's like, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> like the just, just, just the complications of it. He's like, he's like, "What's that guy in like a beautiful mind? Like writing on the glass? I can flip it here, and, <laughs> there, and turn over boomerang this and
0: <laughs> You know, GameStop is is I you'll say what you will about them, but they are constantly throwing different things on the wall to see what sticks because I think they see their their relevancy their relevancy in the uh, in you know like the, uh, sand through the hourglass you know these are the days of GameStop's relevancy in the <laughs> in the modern marketplace so they are trying to stay relevant and you know the doing things like this teaming up with Amazon are good business ideas so
3: Yeah, imagine if, you know, you're always reluctant to trade in stuff to Amazon and wait the two, three weeks I've traded in and mailed stuff off. It's a pretty painless process, but at the same time, to be able to just go down to your local GameStop and as long as you're getting the comparable value to be able to just trade your game in, go get your Amazon cash, and if you want to go buy, like, you know or like, you know, a 20-pound bag of Doritos, hey, guess what? You could buy a 20-pound bag of Doritos with your trade credit. If you want to go and, and get yourself an airline flight, you know, off of Amazon or whatever else you could purchase on Amazon, hey, guess what? Go go ahead and do it. Go for it, you know? So, so um, we'll just have to see the implementation of it. You know, I know some clerks, especially some cashiers, they think they're just defending GameStop's honor for some reason, like you're fleecing the company or, you know... <laughs> and i'm out, myself personally i'm outright honest every time i get the pre-order push but my home gamestop the gamestop i go to the most i say hey if you give me 20 percent off my new game hey i'll pre-order everything i want here because it'd be super convenient and i could just pick it up on the way home so i mean and really and truly god honest i mean if they did offer 20 percent i would really think about the you know, going to my local GameStop because it's just on my way home. It's like I'm on my drive home from work. You know, so
0: yeah, and and let's be honest. You know, dealing with a GameStop staff, at least they they know what video games are. Uh, dealing with Best Buy staff, depending oh, on who you no. get, oh yeah. uh, <laughs> can be a bit problematic. You know, twenty thirty minute times for. Trading in games, I've experienced that at GameStop. You know, games that show up as being there oh. on the on the website, oh, Best and Buy. not being that Best yeah, Buy, be, uh, Best Buy on the website, and actually not being there, uh, yeah, in the storefront. Yeah, that's a common thing dealing with Best Buy. So, you know, <laughs> I like my twenty percent. <laughs> I don't blame. And that's you. why I still roll with them, but uh, yeah, you know. GameStop would be a a smoother, it's always a smoother transaction no matter what you're doing.
3: Yeah, and to me, I get, you know, 20% is not as good with Amazon as it is with Best Buy because 20, the Gamers Club Unlock is 20% off any game. Uh, Amazon is 20% off new releases within the first two weeks. Uh, Amazon recently did say that the 20% Prime discount is not, for any limited editions anymore they did remove that from the program so it's just in case you want to buy the super the greatest like you know destiny 2 or whatnot uh, you're not going to get a 20 percent off discount at uh, amazon for that so so you know within reason though amazon does have good deals and so it's always good i could keep my credit at gamestop or i can move my money over to amazon and buy 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 so Great news and, all around. So yeah,
0: that's something to think about. Uh, I know uh, Nvidia just announced the price cuts in their uh, 1080s. 1080s have uh, dropped by about fifty bucks. I was looking at that, um, and I've got enough credit to <laughs> get a <laughs> 1080.
3: Oh. <laughs> wow, I already think about upgrading your video, card. Show me your, your leave ins, you know, throw me your bits. You yeah, know. oh, yeah, you,
0: you know, you, you know, I, I, I've, you know, it's it's it, a, a lot depends on what uh, Uncle Phil says at E3 this year. <laughs> right. so, there you go. Uh, <laughs> that's right. That's going to determine, at least for me, where, where all that credit is going to go.
3: All right. And I do have a couple other news stories. I'll just mention them real brief. Uh, Fan of the show, Guru 007, uh, tweeted us a picture of his go-to, go-to PlayStation Vita grip with the uh, wonderful R2-L2 triggers on the top. And so that same manufacturer, um, it's called Jotsu, I think, Jotsu, Uh, their PS4 accessory with the uh, R2-L2 uh, triggers are going to be now sold in the United States directly from the manufacturer on Amazon. So uh, they've been spotty, I guess, for the, like, the last uh, six months, 12 months, as far as being able to find these and to be able to buy them. But uh, they have announced with a press release, uh, literally like yesterday, saying that they're going to be selling the grips directly for both the um, uh, Vita 1000 and also the Vita 2000 on the Amazon Marketplace directly on there. Listing's gonna go up in the next few days and the manufacturer mentions that it already has previous experience of shipping to the US thanks to other segments of, his biz- of its business. Uh, Joe Etsu, PS4 grips, um, they look great on there. I know, Al, you use your PS uh, Vita quite a bit the, with remote play and whatnot. Um, have you messed with these grips or are you thinking about buying these grips possibly?
2: Uh, I do have one of those grips. I dropped my Vita and broke the grip, so when it does come out, I'm going to get another one. And I liked gotcha. it. it. It worked out just fine.
3: Was it the same grip, or was it another like grip maybe from Hori or whatnot?
2: No, I think it was from It was from a Japanese company. I bought it like, uh, I want to say, four or five months ago.
3: Gotcha. And it had the R2-L2 buttons on the top? Yep. And oh, I nice. still do remote play a lot. How's that working for you? Because I have not dabbled in it in quite a bit of time. It's like I tried to doing, uh, doing it with my phone and running in um, pairing mode as far as running a hot hotspot and uh, didn't run so hot. So, uh, As long as you got a good
2: signal and everything set up where your PS4 is already on standby, it's really not an issue. Uh, except for maybe some games have real funny control schemes that you know they didn't transfer over so well to the Vita. But
3: yeah, I Destiny tried playing good. And yeah, I so tried Destiny. Uh, Destiny was fun. So Yeah. I think Guru he plays he played with us on <laughs> remote play before too. Yeah, we were playing like running what uh, I think either a strike or missing believe. I think he was even playing Crucible with us. So.
2: <laughs> yep.
3: So it's cool that uh, Joetsu is making the triggers available. Though. I'll have to definitely think about picking them up. So, And then last news story on this very long episode, just to kind of mention the game awaited by a lot of us on the show, uh, Middle-Earth Shadow War, did get a pushback. Um, it was supposed to come out on August 22nd. Warner Brothers did announce that uh, that they have delayed the release of the game to October the 10th. On there, it's going to launch on both PS4, PC, Xbox One, PS4 Pro, and Project Scorpio, or you know, the artist formerly known as Project Scorpio,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: whatever it's going to be. Start again on that. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so it's going to be launching on October 10th. Worldwide, on there, it's unclear whether it's going to launch on Project Scorpio because you know, we don't know the release date of the console yet. But we'll have to see. Uh, but uh, there's going to be Hardy 4K support for the game, and uh, the Nemesis system has expanded. So we're definitely looking forward to the game. It's just uh, it was supposed to originally come out in August, so it's like you know, it's like literally like eight nine weeks away. So Almost in a way, I'm, I'm almost glad that they pushed it back. So,
0: yeah, so, I'm but, definitely definitely. Uh, I completely enjoyed the uh, uh, Shadow of Mordor. That was one of the best action games I had played in a long, long time. So, I have heard. I had heard from um, some of the folks that you know, professional sites that had an opportunity to play. At one of uh, the uh, play play gatherings, that the they, I guess they were saying that the ne- the new elements that they're bringing into the nemesis system weren't completely fleshed out in the in the play slice that they had access to. So, I would think that's probably where some of that extra time is going to go to flesh some of that out further and you know i'll i'll never you know throw shade on a company for putting their pushing their game out for further polish you know i think if more companies did that we they'd be putting out better uh better content when it hits the store shelves so uh yeah i'll you be know, buying bake, it day one either way
3: big bake, bake it so it's nice and good when it comes out that oven uh, don't don't mm-hmm. want to go flat so. mm-hmm. So, but that's all the news we have this week, guys. I know this is a long episode, so. So, uh, now
1: the news is wrapped up. Let's get to what what we have been playing uh, for the last week. Um, I know, you know, video games can be, you know, popping. And I know RPGs can take up anywhere from, like, what, 12 to 30 to 100 hours. I know that, you know, we, we like to switch up and see what we've been playing. Uh, so, Alberto, let's start with you. What have you been playing uh, for the past week? Injustice to <laughs> hands down
2: almost the whole time. Um, it's my new destiny game. It has a loot system, the story is great, and the online play is solid. And it has all those features that any fighting fan, fighting game fan would want. King of the Hill versus mode, and they even have this uh single player mode that's called the the multiverse. So each world that you visit has a different uh, setup where different modifiers, like the gravity would be really low. So if you jump, you'll be up in the air for a while. And like I said, that loot system is awesome. You get to change your hero or villain's outfit just about any which way you want. And And those changes
0: give you buffs in combat, right?
2: Yes, some of them give you buffs in combat, but only like when you play the single-player part of it, or the multiverse. And some of those uh, pieces of equipment give you different abilities that change some of your specials.
1: Cool. Yeah, I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can use the bonuses online, though. It's much more of a flat playing field. Right. Uh, yeah, I've been wanting to pick it up. I mean, I, again, we talked about it a, a couple on a couple of episodes ago, but like, I want to like it because I'm a huge DC fan, but like like the fighting like i want to play it just for the story to see what happens but like i know that i'll only i'll only get like like i don't i generally don't like how neither realm does their fighting games like i wasn't a fan of mortal kombat or anything like that but that's why i'm kind of like like i want to play it but i'll buy it probably because i bought the first injustice and i and i got it um and i played it and i thought it was really good for the story so but I didn't play it online or anything like that, so I'll probably end up buying this one again just to experience the game. But most likely when it goes on sale. But but I'm glad that 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 you're that you're liking it, and, and I've heard that okay. I've had other friends that have just really really enjoyed it. Yes, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, Kev, what are you playing? Um, let me guess. It starts with the P. <laughs> it starts
0: with a P and ends with the numeral cinco. Uh, <laughs> Persona Five. I am 130 hours in.
1: Wow! What
0: what more? <laughs> what more can I can I say about that game? It has it's devouring my limited game time. I'm I'm playing that well into the late hours of the night when I should be asleep and getting ready for work the next day. But uh, I'm stealing hearts in Persona Five, and I'm enjoying every minute of it. On the PC front, finished The Darkness Two. Uh, Wrap that story up actually Friday night, and uh, the Darkness Two was okay. I think the first one on that I played on 360. I don't know if it ever. It I don't think it had a PC version. It was only out on the console. Uh, I think the first Darkness game was much better overall story wise. and even gameplay-wise, because this one was just like you know, run to this arena, fight off a whole bunch of people, run to the next arena, fight off a whole bunch of other people, and uh, it was is entertaining. But I don't even know if I'll go back and play it again at any point in time. But uh, also been playing Tekken Seven. Um, just hit a little bit on it today. Uh, jumped into the training mode with uh, Jin Kazama, who's kind of sort of my, I'm thinking he's going to be my main in this game. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, there have been some gameplay mechanics uh, kind of altered with regard to the bound system. The bounding means uh, you knock an opponent up in the air and you hit them down so that their bodies bounce off the ground. Uh, there are some additional damage that can be laid in. There are some substantial fairly substantial changes between uh, Tekken Tag, Tekken uh, Tekken and- and 6, with regards to the bound system. Uh, it's I'm not a Tekken I'm not a Tekken conno- you know connoisseur, so I'm not exactly 100%. I don't exactly 100% understand how all that works out, but it has to do as I understand it, with extending, as instead of extending your combo like it was in the previous games, uh, generating more damage using less combos. Uh, so it's a little less combo heavy than the prior versions of the game and you're putting out more damage if you're using the right, if you're executing the right moves. So one thing I will say about Tekken 7 is that the one thing that i hated about the previous versions was they had this dash cancel mechanic that was absolutely it will give you it'll, it'll it'll give you carpal tunnel trying to do it with a pad or a an arcade stick because if you watch pros you'll see the characters moving forward and back and left and right up and down very rapidly and the whole thing is trying to jockey for position to knock your opponent up in the air and juggle him for 80% of his health. Uh, That mechanic seems to be gone for the most part. In its place, they have what they're calling the Korean backdash cancel, which (laughs) is not easy to do, but it's a lot easier to do uh, on the pad. So what I'm thinking about doing is I'm going to go back and look look and see what, Fight pads are on the market because I think I want to play Tekken Tag on the pad as opposed to the arcade stick because part of the Korean backdash is is hitting back and down back simultaneously. And for me, that's an easier, easier task using the ball of my thumb as opposed to trying to manipulate the, the joystick. Uh, and trying to get that same function so i'll be playing tick and tag on a pad
1: sounds like a so dance move to,
0: yeah <laughs> but uh that is what is, what i've been jumping into for this week
1: how about you joe what have you been playing and your limited time frame
3: yeah my limited time frame yeah i worked an extra 20 hours this week so i only had a chance to play games today before recording the show and you know, I've been still taking time out, you know, to, God forbid, spend time with my wife and do other things, too. So I uh, went to my friend's house and watched UFC last night, for instance, so I could have been playing games last night. But uh, I have been playing Diablo 3 a little bit more. I'm doing the season uh, play, so it's a season 11 right now. On that, So I'm playing with my monk, still enjoying that quite a bit. Um, Got back into Borderlands, the pre-sequel. I already finished Borderlands 2 and I was doing the second playthrough. But with my limited game time, I want to kind of dedicate my uh, Borderlands gameplay to that. And so I'm up to level 8. I'm up to the point uh, where I went into the first town and kind of got introduced to a few of the characters in the game, that kind of thing. So... That's where I'm at right now on that. So still looking to play that quite a bit. I think the um, Oxygen and the Moon gameplay with the j- uh, jumping and everything still adds that wrinkle to that game that I just like. And I know some people thought it was maybe annoying, but uh, I'm still digging it. So I, mean, I want to try to dedicate and play that a little bit more. So um, like you, Kevin, I did buy Tekken 7 because, you know, hey, I buy, I buy a lot of things, but <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting into that game you know, some more and firing it up. So might be something we might want to do for a game night, but we'll have to talk about that. So, and um, pretty much that's been it. I've been still dabbling in Dragon Quest eight, but uh, I've been finding it hard at work to play at, you know, a 10, 15-minute burst on that. I want to dedicate more time to just play it for an hour or two straight, you know, maybe on my bed, some someplace comfortable. You know, so.
1: Yeah, I feel you. But, I feel yeah. You. So I've been playing Mass Effect Andromeda. That has I've sunk a lot of time into it. I enjoy the exploration of it. Again, the animations haven't really taken me too too much out of the the game, you know. And after a while, you kind of get used to them. So um, again, this is after the patch, so maybe that helped with it. I haven't really been seeing anything super crazy with it. I, the game hasn't glitched hard on me. So uh, up into this, like I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm probably gonna beat it. Um, uh yeah. Um and then I'm probably gonna get back into uh Diablo three, um hopefully when the when the um uh necromancer is, is uh cut out. So I'll start or is is a release, so I'll probably be playing that with you again, Joe. And then um awesome. and then I've been playing Vikings. Um so I still Are you le- still
3: playing that? Cool? Yeah, I still enjoy
1: that game. Um it's it's fun. You know, they're very like, you know, they just I shall kill everybody is what they say a lot. And they're they're very like <laughs> ruckus and they just run around and kill people. It's, it's very fun. It's a very fun game. So,
3: yeah, you know, I started getting back into Diablo three just because that game just stirred my blood a little bit playing it. And I want to get back to playing Viking, but it's like trying to decide if Viking mm-hmm. or whether Diablo three has the better gameplay between the two. And it's like you know,
1: well, Diablo Diablo three has the more the more variety. Um, that's the thing about it. It's like. I mean, Diablo three, you know, is the is the king because of its, you know, ability to um, its variety and its variety. You can do a whole bunch of different things, bunch of different builds with with Vikings. You're a little bit more limited, and that's the one thing about the game. Like, I'm really playing it for for the combat and the experience. But Diablo three uh, is definitely a better game. I'll just yeah, that's yeah.
3: Leave it at that, yeah. yeah. And would you think Mass Effect, if I play Andromeda without playing any of the prior games in the series, I think that might be a good thing to do or yeah, whether need I should to, go... You don't, need
1: to know anything about, you don't need to know anything about the prior Mass <laughs> Effect games. I, you know, I played Mass Effect 1 for about 15 hours and then I stopped. I played Mass Effect 2 for about 20 hours and then I stopped. And I never touched Mass Effect 3. For me, I was always a Dragon Age fan. Uh, person out of their two franchises so i beat dragon age one beat dragon age two got almost to the end of dragon age three but for some reason that game it didn't hold me as much as the other two so i never ended up beating that game so so the fact that i'm really enjoying this mass effect game i really hope that doesn't bode bad for me not liking the new dragon age so we'll have to wait and see on that Uh, (laughs) um, but yeah so Joe, uh, I know you have to let us know about what's, what games are dropping this next week.
3: Yes, uh, of course. And a nice way to round out this show to let us know what games are coming out this next week. Um, game we talked about way early in the show. <laughs> Wipeout Omega Collection comes out uh, on Tuesday on uh, June the 6th on there. So pretty much that's going to include all the content from Wipeout HD, Wipeout HD Fury, and Wipeout 2048, which happens to be the one on the Vita on there, all fused into one staggering blend of speed and sound on there. Got the 26 circuits, 46 unique uh, ships, and updated soundtrack on there. So definitely looking forward to it. I think all of us on the show are probably all buying it. Are you buying it, Kevin? I wasn't sure if you were picking it up or not. So,
0: Yes, sir. I will be picking it up.
3: How about you, Al? I would have to check it out first. Okay. Oh my God, no, no pressure, wait, though. But
1: I want to race against you guys. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so much oh. fun.
3: Yeah, no, I already have it on order. I would kind of wish, in a way, because I know looking at all the limited edition goodies on uh, the European side of the fence, uh, there's like a steel book uh, uh, available in the UK. There's also a retro playstation um box which is basically going to be like an old old school long box uh th- that looks exactly like the uh original playstation cases looked like in back in the uk which they were in like a plastic case so. these are still available they're available but you have to order your game from the uk if you want them and the Guys, problem with be- ordering the game right. from the uk is that you're gonna get stuck with like uh there's some codes for some uh themes that only are available on the playstation store in the uk so yeah you'd have to either get a uk account on your ps4 and share them like if you're gonna make a uk account make it your prime ah. uk account and be able to do that to have the ability to be able to do that so in the end you know i wish they would have thrown the love on this side of the coast but this side of the world but uh I am just going to be happy that this game is out. So <laughs> mm. so other games coming out this week, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, Morrowind comes out. That's the big MMO H-bomb on there. I know you're buying it, uh, Desmond, right? You already pre-ordered it, I believe.
1: I have not pre-ordered it, but I will be buying it.
3: Okay, good deal. Any of you, are, Al, are you interested in Elder Scrolls Online, or are you not an MMO player usually? Not usually an MMO. Gotcha, yeah. <laughs> I know Kevin. Elder Scrolls is not up on your your no. uh, radar, but uh, you know I knew you were going to buy this, Desmond. So I did pre-order it. Oh. In fact, it was one of the one of the games that was on the uh, GameStop promotion right now. In fact, you're able to get a forty uh, percent boost if you pre-order this game. Actually, so for those of you on the fence out there, might be interested. And where's in that it, at GameStop? Um, at GameStop, yeah, you do get a. Uh, if you have, if you're Power Up Rewards member, you get a 50 percent boost towards the purchase of Morrowind. So, yeah, if you trade in various items. So it uh, sounds like to me you might want to go your GameStop, right? Mm-hmm. It, so.
1: does, that, does that count? for that count consoles too?
3: Um, no, nah, it does not count consoles. Boom. But uh, All right, <laughs> But uh, there is an upcoming GameStop promotion right in your wheelhouse because I believe that there's going to give an extra 30 bucks in-trade credit for any consoles you trade in, starting, I believe, on the 19th of June. So, <laughs> so why I know this, I have no clue, but I'm just letting you know, Desmond. So. Awesome. <laughs> All right, other games coming out this week. Uh, there's a, a game, come, uh, Idea Factory, uh, a Japanese RPG called um, Dark Rose Valkyrie that's uh, coming out on Tuesday. Um, it has a couple of members that previously... Uh, developed games in the Tell series on the team, too, that helped the uh, Idea Factory out on there. So um, uh, the uh, motif in this game, the story says, A virus threatens humanity. Valkyrie Force, move out in this RPG fight using customized weapons, team attacks, overdrive mode, and more. But beyond battle, you'll have to air interrogate your teammates to find out who's turned in order to save the world. So you have people within your team that might... Not be as what they appear, so it's like it's almost like playing Clue and a Japanese RPG at the same time. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see how that one kind of fares review wise. Idea Factory, um, you know, they're okay. They're not the the top of line Japanese RPG developer, that's for sure. They they have had had some clunkers. You know, these are the same guys that brought out uh, games such as um, uh, Monster Monpiece that has all that beta rubbing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on there, Lord. rubbing various things, <laughs> and also the um neptune Neptunia series as well, so i mean they they do have a following out there, so so like dimension Neptunia, and all those uh, games on there, so you know um you know for one they're they're least productive, they bring out a lot of games with whether lot we'll to see. If uh, this one meets the uh, spec, it might be something I'll pick up later on on use or something that I could pick up for ten twenty bucks if I ever get a chance to play it. But uh, um, also, games coming out this week: Dirt Four coming out for all the consoles de jour and also on PC. Um, I don't know if any of you guys are interested in Dirt Four. Um, are you interested in the Dirt series at all, Kevin? No,
0: no, it's a little too semi for
3: me. Go through semi okay. I know, like you know, some of the offshoots of Dirt was always fun. Like Dirt Showdown was fun to play, mm-hmm. um, especially because it brought out that more of that uh, destruction derby type elements to it. But I'll we'll have to see if this game is like in that middle sweet spot, you know, like Grid or Grid Two was, or whether it's too semi on that. I know that they were talking about trying to make it a little bit more uh, uh, user friendly to play. So we'll have to see. So and pretty much uh, there's a few indie titles too coming out the uh, clay returns this is sengoku it's the latest game in the, in the clay Dun series it's uh, from uh, nis america um i've played that game before it's like a roguelike that was previously released on i believe the first game came out on uh psp but they've also released the games for the vita as well but this is the first time it's reared its head on the PlayStation 4. It's uh, uh, taking a um, retro bent, retro meaning uh, feudal Japan on there. So in the Sengoku area. So it's very pixelated. It's a roguelike, uh, top-down dungeon crawler. So if you're definitely interested in that, that's coming out this Tuesday on that. Just jam-packed full of stuff. A lot of stuff still coming out, even though E3 is coming out. You know, to me, it's, I think... Seeing all these games being released, you know, week after week after week just shows that we just have a lot of different choices to select from. Anything caught your eye, Al, at all? Uh, I just want to look at the Dark Rose Valkyrie. I <laughs> yeah, I do, too. I'm kind of interested, too. So
2: I have Valkyrie Chronicles on my backlog, so I definitely want to check this game out, but I still got to play that first one.
3: <laughs> yeah, the thing about it, that that's not even the game in that series. This is, this is a whole different series, so... Oh, wow. Okay. In fact, uh, the Valkyria Chronicles, the sequel to that, there's like a, a, a side sequel that's coming out, I believe, at the end of this month. That's almost like they took Valkyria Chronicles and made it into, uh, like, added some elements of Dynasty Warriors, added some elements of a, of a Musou game in there. Mm. So that I think that's called Valkyria Revolution, if I'm not mistaken. So, okay, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. yeah. I have my definitely eyes on that because I know Sega is probably going to bring uh, some interesting characteristics to that but that's probably talked about more in another podcast for another drop probably <laughs> later on this month so but uh, that's pretty much what's coming out next week so so we have finished this long podcast this week but imagine <laughs> imagine how next week's podcast is going to be with E3 we'll have to see so.
0: oh yes we got the fallout that'll be the fallout episode I love
3: yeah. it,
1: the fallout uh, episode. <laughs> 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 We've, we'll hopefully well, we finally get to see what the what the Xbox the Xbox not Scorpio is going to be. Yes, the, I the swear to God, the name is going to be
3: as, uh, Project Scorpio.
1: That that <laughs> game, that name is going to be more terrible than Scorpio. I will tell you that now.
0: I'm holding out for Prime, but you know that that's just that's just that's mm. just me. But uh, hey. We're gonna wrap. We're gonna wrap this uh, episode for Alberto. Hey, man, thanks for joining us. No problem. Awesome to be here. All right, man. And uh, before we close out, we want to give us our give give you listeners our contact. Uh, this podcast is for is for gamers by gamers, and that also means we want to interact with you uh, both. You know, while we're playing games, and also on the show. So if you have some feedback for us, you got a question, or you would like to be on the be on an episode, send us that feedback to gamingvessels at gmail.com. I can be reached on Twitter at shonuff 71 Joe can be reached at Joe Fongool. Des can be reached at NemoCub on Twitter. Again, thanks for listening. It's been a long ride, but hopefully. <laughs> You found it very entertaining and uh, very exciting as we head into uh, E3 this coming week. And with that, folks, thanks for listening. And remember, we are your gaming vessels. Peace. I want my
3: E3, E3 in the morning, E3, E3 at <laughs> noon. Yes. Okay, I'm E3. stopping now.